and gentlemen, welcome to episode 77 of the Ringside Rundown podcast brought to you by TWM.News. My name is Eric Vasquez and joining me on the line is my podcasting partner in crime. Yes, that rhymes. She is Shay Hickson. Shay, what's going on, my friend? What is going on on this fine Wednesday evening? Uh, another new recording day. We, we find <laughs> it, at this rate, I think we're going to end up recording an episode on every day of the week at some point. Might as well, right? Just because, like, why not? Yeah, well, this is a going to be a beefy show this week, uh, today, actually, because we have a lot to uh, go over. So if you're listening, get comfortable, get grab a drink, maybe make a sandwich. Get you some know. snacks. Yeah, get some snacks, hop in the recliner, because uh, this is going to be a beefy show. And why is that? Because it is WrestleMania week, the biggest week of wrestling industry it's like the super bowl of professional wrestling basically yeah it's uh it's a big deal and honestly even as we're speaking there's a pretty decent episode of dynamite going on right now and yeah got I, got it, I got it on the dvr yeah me, me too because i know we're gonna have to talk about that at some point especially with like adam cole coming back we're gonna have to talk with, about aew all access i have that recording too so even next week, we might have a whole lot of stuff. to. It might be a couple beefy episodes uh, upcoming yeah. for us. But you know what? It gives us stuff to talk about, so we can't complain. Yeah, it's going to be all good content. So, again, uh, thank you for checking out the episode. Thank you for all our loyal listeners who've been listening. And if you're a new listener, thank you very much. Hopefully, this episode finds you well, and you enjoy it, and you stick around for the whole thing. And maybe stick around for future episodes as well. We'll let you know how you can get in touch with that. But like I said, it's WrestleMania week and it starts off on Saturday. Uh, there's two nights of WrestleMania, but be, even before that, we get like a little appetizer, basically. And yeah. uh, we get a little appetizer with NXT stand and deliver. I tried to do my best pretty deadly impression there. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I did, too, <laughs> I don't yeah, think I did too well. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, yeah, it's stand and deliver for NXT. Uh, it's going to be a pretty big show. You know, usually like the arena shows that they do for the for the big NXT shows are are kind of surprisingly good because NXT for me, I watch it, but it's kind of like a chore to get through. Yeah, it's uh, especially the fact that it's going to be a one o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. On top of night one of WrestleMania, it's like, oh, my my God, it's um i'm just i have a feeling they'll rise to the occasion because if not oh boy that's gonna be a, <laughs> that's not gonna be the best start to the uh afternoon i'll be honest I, I don't even really know what we're doing this weekend um especially saturday so i'm not even sure i'm gonna be able to watch dana deliver um Ooh. definitely gotta watch night one of wrestlemania because of, of course you have to but uh i don't know and hopefully <laughs> Hopefully, if I do unfortunately miss it, I will be missing some good stuff. But uh, just looking at the card, it honestly doesn't look too terribly bad. But uh, we kind of disclosed this during the production meeting. I haven't been paying attention a whole lot to NXT lately, which is kind of a shame. But mm. yeah, just hasn't well, the happened. Thing is, the thing is, the way I look at it, uh, NXT Black and Gold for me was kind of like a mixture of new talent coming in that you didn't know about and the talent that you did know about if you paid attention to like international wrestling or the independent yes. wrestling scene. So that's why black and gold was kind of like a thing that kind of took over, you know, it was kind of 
you know, this is where you can get your pure wrestling out if you weren't a fan of the WWE product, the main yes. roster product. Uh, whereas 2.0 is definitely centered around the up and coming talent. Maybe not all yeah. of them are are ready to be on the main roster, but they're ready to be in front of the camera. So it's a it's a learning curve almost with NXT. Yeah, yeah, it's, I think that's a pretty good way of putting it because, yeah, like you said, it's almost just like, ah, uh, you, you, it's a shame that we were so used to back in the day being so excited for these NXT like takeovers, and now it's like, uh, it's it's a it's a thing. I'm not saying it's <laughs> bad. It's just like when you're so used to like black and gold NXT that mm. when it goes to this, you're just kind of like, ugh, this is different. Yeah. Yeah, but there, like you said, there is some good stuff on this show. I'm looking at the card right now. There is some pretty good stuff uh, that we can get into. Um, might as well kick it off. Uh, we have the first match on the card that I want to go over is Chase U versus Schism. And this is for control of Chase University, which is not an actual university, but (laughs) (laughs) this is for control of Chase U. Uh, Really quickly, like you said, you you haven't been paying attention to NXT, so I'll kind of not lightning go through this, but I'll kind of go through what's been going on. And for me, I I look at Chase U as interesting because they're getting over with the crowd. But you got to kind of look at Duke Hudson, who's kind of been in the back pocket. And he's kind of giving me a weird vibe, like he's going to betray Chase U and give control to Schism. Another thing about Schism is this is going to be the in-ring debut of Ava Rain, who is the daughter of The Rock. So I feel like a lot of pressure is on her shoulders to perform well. And I'm interested to see how she does in the ring. Yeah, it should be. It should be a good one. You would you would think that she's uh, she's got the talent to do it. So, uh. Yeah, I I mean, just remembering um, Duke Hudson, it, it pretty much would be very safe to say that he's probably going to, you know, he, he's going to do some shenanigans because yeah, he seems like he? a shady guy. Yeah, yeah, that's the easiest way of putting it. So uh, yeah, I don't I don't trust yeah. him. I think I think Schism is going to end up taking this one by uh, shenanigans, as you said, because of Duke Hudson. But it should be a good one. Again, I think Schism is going to take this one. And then they're going to control Chase University, which is going to be bad for people like Thea Hell, who I actually really enjoy. She's an interesting character on the show. She's kind of like a live wire kind of firecracker type that I kind of enjoy. So, um, again, I feel like Schism is going to take this one. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case, too. So I'll go with Schism as well. All right. Moving on, we have the NXT Tag Team Titles on the line, where Gallus will defend the titles against the Creed Brothers and Tony D'Angelo and Stax, Channing Stax. Uh, I, you know what? Looking at this, it's going to be difficult for Gallus to retain the titles, obviously, because it's a triple threat match. And I think that in, in terms of popularity, where the Creed brothers stock has kind of dipped a little bit, not too much, but dipped a little bit because diamond mine really doesn't have any direction on the show. As of late, uh, the stock for Tony D'Angelo and stacks has really, really rised and became very popular with the, uh, the NXT crowd. So I feel like this might be a one that the, the uh, Tony D'Angelo and Channing stacks Lorenzo will take, uh, which should be interesting for them because I wasn't a big fan of Tony D'Angelo at first. I felt like the Italian mobster trope was kind of overplayed, Mm -hmm. you know, 
But again, they're growing on the crowd. They're growing on me. I actually like the Creed Brothers, but I feel like, again, with no direction from what they're supposed to be in the diamond mine, there's no Roderick Strong. Damon Kemp turned on them. Ivy Na really doesn't associate with them as much as usual. I feel like this is a good time to maybe switch the belts and give it to Tony D'Angelo and Stack. So I'm going with those guys. Hey, sometimes you got to go with what's hot. And if the D'Angelos are uh, the hot ones right now, I'd say give them the titles. Definitely, definitely. And speaking of hot, this one's going to be a really good one. This one I'm definitely looking forward to. It's a fatal five-way for the NXT North American Championship where Wesley will be defending the title in a fatal five-way against J.D. McDonough, Axiom, Ilya Dragunov, and the debuting Dragon Lee. Uh, this wow. one's yeah this one's gonna be one of those where you blink and you're gonna miss something really good so maybe pay attention to this one for sure get the popcorn yeah for sure i'm really interested in seeing how dragon lee is gonna perform uh i've been a big fan of dragon lee ever since he you know i caught him on uh new japan you know he's been pretty popular especially on the independent scene as well and mm-hmm. he's got the lucha background which i feel like is gonna mesh well with guys like axiom then you have jd mcdonough and Ilya dragunov who's been going through this rivalry that's been kind of crazy. They've just been beating the hell out of each other. And then you have Wesley, who's kind of just like, I'm the champion, you know, and I'm just here watching all the chaos happen. This is basically what it's going to be. It's going to be a chaotic match. Um, Fatal five-way, it's going to be difficult to retain your title in a fatal five-way. I tell you that much. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I really don't know who to go with on this one. I, I like everyone involved except for Axiom because I feel like, I don't, uh, again, why put a mask on him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've been, I, I know for months now you've been mad about that still. Yeah, it's, I mean, I enjoy his character, but I mean, like, A-Kid was cool. But again, it is what it is. Uh, juice. If I was to pick someone, I feel like I would go with a JD McDonough who can really go with mm-hmm. all these guys. But mm-hmm. it looks like he's primed to be a champion on the NXT roster. He looks like he can carry that belt very well, but I wouldn't be mad if Wesley retained at all. But again, I, like I said, it's a fatal five way. Your odds of retaining are, are slim, you know, so it's going to be difficult to do so. Uh, but what to look forward to is the debut of Dragon Lee and seeing what he can do. He's going to wow a lot of people and I feel like he's going to fit well in NXT 2.0. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, just for the sake of maybe one, because I feel like we're going to be on the same wavelength for pretty much all of these. So I'll just go off the beaten path one time and just say that maybe like in all the confusion and chaos that obviously a fatal five way would have is I think Wesley will find a way to just uh, capitalize on the chaos and retain the title. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I feel like he is a strong candidate to retain the title. Um, It just, it's like, I feel like they're trying to build up McDonough for something big and mm-hmm. to put a title on him too. But I, I wouldn't be mad again if, if Wesley retains, but I'm going with J.D. McDonough on this one. I mean, it'll be fun either way. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be, I feel like it's going to be one of those sleeper matches that you definitely uh want to check out and, you know, pay attention to. Yeah, I agree. And, and then we have the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships on the line where Fallon Henley and Kiana James will defend the titles against Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Uh, I really don't have much, like there hasn't been much in terms of a buildup between these two. It's more focused on Kiana James and Fallon Henley. Uh, Kiana James is embroiled in this love affair with uh, yeah. Brooks uh, Jensen. It's, it's so weird. It's so weird how she's like 
she's with Jensen, but like there there's accusations of her cheating. Oh, and I, yeah, it's 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 one of those weird things where like I don't know. I've I've never been a fan of love stories like like sort no. of like that, like love quarrels, I guess you could say. Triangles, squares. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's never been for me. Um I feel like because Fallon Henley's trying to expose Kiana because she believes that she's a cheater. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's been trying to expose her, but every every step of the way, Kiana kind of dodges the question and dodges the the confrontation of it all. Um, Ooh, but at, the tea. Yeah, exactly. But in terms of keeping the titles, I feel like that's going to play a part in them not being able to keep the titles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just you describing that is pretty much... Uh... You can just feel like those those belts are are going somewhere else, and you know what? I've always loved Isla Dawn. I always I've liked Kaylee Ray before she was Alba Fire. So you know what? You give them the belts, I'll be perfectly happy with it. I will be <laughs> I will be excited for them. So you know what? I'll just say Alba and Isla just for the fact that I want to see them with some gold. Cool, cool. I, I, I that'd be cool to see. I feel like they're a more cohesive tag team ever since Alba Fire kind of went to the dark side with mm-hmm. isla dawn and they became like this whole witchery sort of vibe to it i like yeah. it i think it's pretty cool and i think them with uh the tag team titles would be pretty interesting yeah i agree give them the belt yeah definitely now we have a ladder match uh to determine the nxt women's champion where roxanne perez who's been cleared to wrestle she's been cleared to perform at the show she will be defending her title in a ladder match against lyra valkyria Zoe Stark, Gigi Dolan, Tiffany Stratton, and Indy Hartwell. So this is a packed match. That's a heck of a lineup if you think about it. And then you add ladders to the mix and it's going to be even crazier. Oh, oh, that scares me for some of those women. Well, one woman in particular, but not sure I'd want to put Tiffany Stratton with a ladder, but um, (laughs) okay. Sure. I feel like they're going to definitely take some chances uh zoe stark in particular gg dolan oh, yeah. who's been around for a while indy hartwell's indy's been a while around for a while lyra vakari is pretty cool i like her vibe i like what she's been doing so far um but you know what like you said in in the other match the fatal uh fatal five way you know what this could be an entryway for roxanne to kind of sneakily retain her title you know, yeah. this is going to be mass chaos, especially when you add ladders to the mix. So she might be able to sneak in there and grab the title off the ladder and then retain her championship. Um, I don't know why they did the whole uh, exhaustion anxiety angle where she kind of collapsed after her match with Mako Satomura. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they were trying to accomplish there, like how it was going to add to the match or anything like that um so i don't understand why they initially took the title off of roxanne and then put her back in the match but i feel like she still has legs to her title reign and that she should keep it and see where she can go from there remember how i just proved that point for the fatal five way i'm going to completely contradict it on this one because what if they introduce that whole scenario if maybe triple h really likes roxanne perez and wants to call her up and mm. she loses the title you can say well you kind of can't blame her because she's been through so much since her last title match so maybe add into the fact of all of that on top of you have to face oh i don't know five other women on top of oh it's a ladder match while you're at it and then it's like you know maybe if she loses you really can't be mad because you can't blame the poor girl because everything was stacked against or, or make a better like underdog kind of thing where 
all this was stacked against her and she still found a way to win. So mm-hmm. I could see it going either way. Um, if they were to call her up, we'll just do this hypothetically. If they were to call her up and she was to lose the title, I would say give it to the oh boy. <sighs> the two I could see right off the top of my head that I think would be really good would be Indy or Zoe. Indy definitely deserves it for her, her time. Um, that she has spent in NXT. She's been a part of NXT since black and gold days. Yeah. You know, um, she was in the way with Johnny Gargano and Austin <sighs> theory. So those were the days. Those were the days indeed. So like you, you make, make a good point and she definitely um, has the service time as they say to carry the title. I just feel like Ro- Roxanne, we always talk about this every week uh, in terms of identifying yourself as a fan with the wrestler. I feel like people, mm. uh, young women can identify with Roxanne Perez. She just has that personality. She's oh, not yeah. really a character. You know, yeah. I yeah. think that's why I like her that much is she's not playing a gimmick. She's just being herself. She's a very talented wrestler. They call her the prodigy for a reason. She's been trained yeah. by Booker T. So she has good training underneath her. So I feel like she can really do a lot of good for the NXT women's division, but this is just a stack match. So I could, like you said, Zoe Stark can definitely take it. Zoe Stark is pretty cool. Gigi Dolan, who separated herself from JC Jane. Um, you know, and went her own path. She could definitely take it. I don't see Tiffany Stratton taking it. Lyra no. Valkyria is <laughs> Lyra Valkyria is still pretty new, so I feel like she hasn't connected with the crowd just yet. But she's definitely a talent. This this match is chock full of, of talent, so it's definitely going to be a good one. And it's a ladder match at that, so there should be some chaos with that. Yeah, it it still blows my mind that Roxanne's only twenty one. Like, mm-hmm. not even going to be 22 until November. Um, that, ow, that hurts a little <laughs> bit. Um, like, I'm used to them being a couple years younger than me, but like five, six, it's like, all right. Um, it's nice to know people younger than us can accomplish <laughs> a lot of things at the age of 21. I wasn't even doing anything at 21, but, um, but I, I can't even remember 21. I, you know what? <laughs> I really can't either, but it, it whatever. Um, Ah, yeah, it is tough. I, you could see it going one of I think three ways, but uh, I don't think they have a collar up so soon. So you know what? I'll say Roxanne um retains it for now. But uh, yeah, it should be a fun match. We get to hear Zoe Stark's theme song again because I mean, it's, it's a, a good, good song. song. It's such a good song. Uh, we we've, we've talked about it before, but uh, get to see that. We get to see someone probably come close to dying off a ladder <laughs> uh yeah it's gonna be chaotic but that's what we want to see in a ladder match so uh i'll say roxanne finds a way to retain all right all right now this is the match of the night that i'm looking forward to the most because i felt like the build-up to this match has been great everything has been perfect on point and i'm talking about johnny gargano mm-hmm. taking on grayson waller in an unsanctioned match so there's basically yeah. no rules Anything goes, and this is basically not a match for the record books. This is a a fight. This is going to be a fight. You know, when you go to a man's house and you beat a man down in front of his wife and child. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's what this is. And and Grayson Waller, he's he's so good at being a guy that you want to punch in the face. Yes. Yes. You you just want to see him get his ass kicked. So he's good. He's really, really good. And... 
he may f- find a way because if you think about it, he gains if he beats Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano doesn't really gain anything if he beats Grayson Waller except for revenge and the comeuppance. And but he's already on the main roster. You know, yeah. he's already been having he's had plenty of raw matches underneath his belt. He's had pay-per-view matches under his belt. So he really he gains a win and he gets that modicum of revenge for getting his ass kicked in front of his house in front of his baby. Uh but yeah. uh, you know, but really if this if Grayson Waller can can find a way to win, um, you know, this puts him in the main event scene, I believe. Oh, I would think so. Um Again, it's tough because you can see it going both ways. You can see Johnny getting revenge for, you know, Grayson, you know, beating him with an inch of his life in front of his family, but also for the fact that he pretty much sent him packing however many months ago. Mm-hmm. He Definitely. was the one that took him out. So I could see him getting revenge for that, but I could also see Grayson Waller kind of, you know, pulling the sneaky, snarky heel thing and it's unsanctioned. So you can do whatever you want. So, uh, ah. Uh, it's almost like who need. I feel like Grayson Waller kind of needs to win more. You would think because yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We'll go. We'll go with Grayson. He's gonna find a way to be like the and asshole. That hurts me. <laughs> I know you don't want to admit it, but I think that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna find a way to slink out of there with the win. Oh, poor Johnny Gargano and baby wrestling. Uh, yeah, the way they shot that was perfect, man. The way they, the the fight in front of his house and and Candice coming out with the baby in her arms, like oh my god, I was just like that really sold the match for me. Um, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of you know me wanting to see this match, and again, Grayson Waller just plays his character so good. You just want to see him get his ass kicked. But again, usually when you want to see the guys get their ass kicked, they always figure out a way to slither out and yeah. snake their way into a win. So who's to say? I don't know. I'm, I'm, my heart wants Johnny Gargano to win, but my brain says put your money on Grayson Waller. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, definitely. All right, and then we move on to the main event, a very a match that has been highly talked about because they're they're two guys on the similar path, and I'm talking about NXT champion Braun Breaker defending the title against Carmelo Hayes. Um, Again, these guys, their trajectory has been on the same path. They came into the system together on the same uh, same way, you know, the same time, you know, and they're just, this is one of those where it's just two young guns uh, going at it. And you know what? Braun has really, I've kind of turned the corner on Braun Breaker. At first I was like, ah, I don't know if I like this guy. He, yeah. he He's kind of one dimensional, but the more you see him, the more you see that he's got that explosive speed, that power. He's got that, that, that mindset. Like he, you know, he, he fits anywhere on whether it be on NXT or on the main roster. So that's my thing. He's been champion for a while and Carmelo Hayes is his stock has been going up week by week. You know, he's just been that guy. So I feel like NXT would look really good with Carmelo Hayes as their champion. So that's who I'm going for. I'm yeah. going for Carmelo Hayes to pick up the win. I, I figured you were going to go for Carmelo because I know how much you love him. Um, well, I will ask since you've been paying attention a little more than I have, are, are the fans still kind of like pissy with Braun? Are they still like, we don't want you anymore? 
No, I I I didn't see that. I didn't see that, especially these past two weeks after that whole thing where they were doing the thing where they were booing Braun Breaker. I don't know. Like they said that that could have been a plant uh, Mm -hmm. by the company. They could have been fans. I I really don't know. But I have I didn't see any of that in terms of uh, last week or this week. They did a like a kind of like a video package for the feud this week on NXT. Um, but I feel like the fans are really getting behind Carmelo Hayes to the point where he might even not be a heel anymore. He might turn over yeah. and be a baby face, you know? Yeah. Could you imagine, let's say Grayson Waller defeats Johnny Gargano, uh, Carmelo Hayes wins the NXT championship and that's your next feud right oh, there. Wow. That would be a good one. That'd be that a really good be, one. That'd be really, really good. I, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if Braun wins. I just think semantics-wise, he's been in this system a long time, and he he's done his deal as a champion. He's been a, a formidable champion. You know, he, I won't take anything away from his reign, uh, yeah. but just think you got that young, good-looking, athletic, you know, all the things that Braun Breaker is, is so is Carmelo Hayes, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, and it's just a passing of time, you know? I wouldn't be surprised if we see Braun Breaker show up uh, the Monday after WrestleMania on Raw. Yeah, I feel like between him and Roxanne, he's definitely the one that I think would be called up before uh, Roxanne. So I feel like, yeah, why not? If you want to change the title, you might as well do it now, right? Make a big statement on WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, I think so. I think think that's the best way to put it is this is going to be a statement match. Uh, in terms of not only for those involved in the match, Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes, but the, the system as a whole, NXT. Uh, this is definitely going to be a statement that they're going to go with the the young gun talent, but that has been making progress, uh, you know, because, again, I feel like they do a good job of putting people in positions that you're like, well, I can see this person on the main roster. They yeah. look like they could fit in very well. Um, and I feel like they do a good job of still putting people in that position. And I feel like Carmelo Hayes is in that position, primed and ready to be a champion again. Yeah, I completely agree with that. All right. So there you have it. That is NXT Stand and Deliver. Uh, it's going to be happening Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Peacock. So I'll be watching. Uh, Shay might miss this show but definitely i'm sure you're gonna check it out when you have a chance after yeah. wrestlemania night one or so yeah once we get out of our coma this weekend because there's gonna be so much wrestling there's so much wrestling like there's a lot of wrestling oh boy yeah and then you got <laughs> ring of honor too i'm pretty sure they have a week yeah, show I'm this defini- weekend. yeah i'm definitely not missing the ring of honor show the ring of honor show i don't have the card in front of me but there are a lot of good matches on there so that's another and and luckily that shows on friday okay that's helpful maybe yeah yeah that's friday night uh it's gonna be on pay-per-view fight tv all that stuff you know where you get the streaming services and all that stuff for ring of honor uh but that's another good show um unfortunately i i haven't been well versed even though i've been watching the ring of honor show ever since they relaunched it mm-hmm. i feel like i still need to sink my teeth in some ring of honor to definitely before i go ahead and say these are my predictions and whatnot but there are some great matches on that show headlined by the main event which is going to be claudio castagnoli 
defending the ROH title against Eddie Kingston. So you know I'm going to be looking forward to that match. <laughs> Those two are going to beat the shit out of each other. Like there's, there's so much bad blood between yeah. the two, and it's it's not like oh it's bad blood in a wrestling style. No, no. this is real life bad blood. They they have an animosity towards each other that yeah. dates back before Claudio even got to WWE when he was still in Chikara. So yeah. this is history, you know. But not to get too far away from NXT. Again, check that out. It's on Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Peacock. So I'll be watching and I'll be live tweeting. I might do some polls. I don't know because there's been some weird stuff with the polls in Twitter now. They might take away the polls if you don't have a blue check mark. No, no, so, no, yeah. not the polls. Yeah, there goes there goes our gimmick. God, why Twitter needs to stop being stupid? Quit ruining things. <laughs> there goes our gimmick right there. Oh, so God. this might be the last weekend you should see the Twitter polls, the flame emoji post. So make sure you check out our Twitter oh. at Ringside Rundown, so that way you can vote on what could be the final polls of uh, forever. If something happens, I'm sure we can, we'll figure something else out for like the polls. Oh yeah. Um, we'll figure still. something out. It's it's a, it's, 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 yeah. They, they're taking away our gimmick. <sighs> they knew, they knew we were getting too popular. Yeah, they knew that this is our plot to stop us. Yeah, that's definitely what it is. But now we move on to what everybody really wants to see. And that is the predictions for WrestleMania night one and two. There are a ton of matches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah th- this looks like an AEW show. Thank God it's only two it's two nights instead of one. God. Remember the days where it was one? Yeah, I don't miss those days. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't either because this would be crazy to do uh in a I guess four hour span, but luckily yeah. they're doing it two nights. Um I don't know the match order. They said they might release the match order uh before the weekend, but I and they haven't done so just yet. So no. what we're gonna do is just go through each match and give our predictions. Let's uh let's do it because my god, we have a lot of predictions for the show, so uh let's do it. All right, let's start off with a match that I'm definitely looking forward to. This is probably my second most anticipated match behind the main event. And that is finally we get to see Rey Mysterio versus his mm. son, Dominic Mysterio. Mm. <laughs> Isn't it? Just just when you say it that way, it's just... Uh, woo, it finally, that, it's happening. That video, that video of him hitting Dominic was, uh, that was insane. It got like 12 million hits all, all across their social media in less yeah. than a week. Yeah, it was like overnight pretty much. And it, the thing is, it's it's a perfect wrestling way of doing things. Again, it, it it's a slow burn. It's not slow burn like Roman Reigns' title reign in the bloodline. But it's yeah. a perfect little, uh, you know, bite-sized little slow burn angle where Ray's like, I'm not going to fight my son. I'm not going to do it. But once... You disrespect the man's wife, whether yeah. it's a son or another man, you, you got to stand up for your wife, you know? Yeah. And that's what Ray did. He said, you, you just don't disrespect your mother like that. So he had to take matters into his own hands and he had to strike down his son. And yeah. now we're going to get a match at WrestleMania. I feel like this match is going to steal the show. Oh, I think so. Um, this is so tough because I feel like, I feel like before the whole I served time. I went to prison thing. I feel like mm-hmm. you could have easily just been like, yeah, Ray's finally going to just teach us on a lesson. He's tired of his shit. He's just going to like, you know, put the fear of God in him pretty much. Just like beat him within an inch of his life. It's like a parenting lesson. But the problem is 
is Dominic going to be a better star if he wins this match? <laughs> That's the question. Yeah, I mean, Ray's already going into the Hall of Fame this week, um, yeah. which is going to happen after SmackDown. So he's already solidified his career. I mean, Rey Mysterio is the greatest luchador of all time, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. You know, and like you said, this could be a stepping stone for Dominic, who's been absolutely killing it as of late. Um, just finding yeah. ways to get the crowd to hate him people crowd, hate him people he this is i made this point on twitter yesterday he cut a promo half a promo in spanish mm-hmm. and they didn't they didn't what him they they booed him relentlessly yeah and it was loud they didn't go what you know something stupid like that because he was yeah. speaking in a different language they just kept booing him yeah so, which that that tells you because Unfortunately, these crowds still love that what chant all these years later. And uh, yeah, we're never going to get rid of it. Thanks, Uncle. God, it's so dumb. But um, yeah, the fact that they didn't even skip a like a beat, they just booed him out of the building tells you that they do not like this kid at all. So it's one of those feelings where you would think like, oh, finally, Ray's just going to finally teach him a lesson. But I think just to if you didn't hate him enough dominic's just gonna find a way to just uh to beat his dad and then people mm-hmm. are really gonna hate him then oh my god you think you hate him now it's gonna be- go to a he's whole gonna level. beat his dad on his hall of fame induction week yeah i wonder if he's you gonna know. like crash the party at the hall I of fame ceremony the, I, I was thinking the same thing how crazy would that be I feel like they're going to have to, though, which is like a shame because I feel like behind the scenes, I'm sure Dominic's very proud of his dad. But I feel like storyline wise, you, you kind of have to just try to embarrass him during his moment because why else? It'd be very weird, I would think, to be like, oh, yeah, you know, we're supposed to hate each other. And, we're you know, we're just going to have a feel good family moment, though, the night before I kick your ass. Like, they're not going to do that. They're going to yeah. have Dominic do something. Yeah, that might be uh, definitely something to see. So make sure you watch the Hall of Fame. It's going to happen right after SmackDown. Um, a lot of great stuff is happening in the Hall of Fame. Ray's going in. Stacy Keebler was announced to go in the Hall of Fame. The great Muda is going in the Hall of Fame. Uh, referee Tim White is going to get the uh, Warrior Award, which is pretty cool. So yeah. this is good. this is a the great Hall of Fame class, and I'm really interested in seeing uh, what they do. And again, as much as 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 interesting as it would be it definitely would be an over the heel move if dominic crashes the hall of fame and ruins his father's induction yeah i would i would agree but then the thing is is that that adds a whole other layer to it of if dominic does that does ray get his revenge during the match true so now it's like i don't know who to pick because i could see it go either way i I, my, my, my money is going on dominic with maybe some shenanigans with like uh, Damian Priest, maybe is going to yeah. be escorting him out. I'm really interested in seeing the the entrance. You know what they're going to do entrance wise, because a lot of people have been clamoring for uh, Dominic to come out in a lowrider like his uncle Eddie used to do. Oh, wouldn't that be <laughs> something? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'm I'm really WrestleMania entrances is always the highlight of the show for me because they always go all out. So I'm yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Um, but again, my money is on Dominic Mysterio. Oh, it's so tough because I feel like. <sighs> okay, I'll put a contingent on this one. If Dominic crashes Ray's Hall of Fame induction, then Ray is gonna win the match at WrestleMania. Okay, I like that. I like that. If not, it'll probably revenge. be Dominic. He's gonna get his revenge. I think so. 
All right. Uh, next up, we have a WrestleMania, a men's WrestleMania showcase match. It's basically a fatal four-way tag team match between <sighs> Braun Strowman, Ricochet, the Street Profits, Otis and Chad Gable of Alpha Academy, and the Viking Raiders. Not really a story to this much. This is just basically we need to put these guys on the pay-per-view because they deserve it. We can't have them not on the show, basically. Um, right off the bat, I mean... Yes. The only team I really, I really, really like in this is the Street Profits. I've always been a Street Profits fan, so I wouldn't mind yeah. them taking the win. But, I mean, it can go either way. I don't see the Viking Raiders. I, I don't think they have much fanfare, whether or not they're good guys or bad guys. They don't have much fanfare behind them. Braun no. Strowman and Ricochet are still kind of brand new yeah. to this whole tag team division. So, yeah, yeah but there's no real story to this. So, I'm just yeah. going to go with my heart and say Street Profits take the win. Yeah, I'll say that too because it's just kind of like it's there. It's a match. It's there. It's it's a match that's just happening. <laughs> it's a match on the card. Um, I'll yeah, I'll just say the Street Profits too because I really can't see anybody else winning. Definitely. Now there's a women's WrestleMania showcase match that is happening. Same format, Fatal Four Way Tag Match. Uh, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez have t- teamed up to take on Natty and Shotzi Blackheart. Uh. Your favorites, I know you're you're already. I already know who you're picking, which is Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. And they'll be okay. they'll be taking on Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Um, I've I I mean I would I would think there would be something wrong if they're not going to give Ronda another WrestleMania win. You know what? Just out of spite, I'm just going to say I pick Shayna to win. <laughs> just Shayna is going to win. Just Shayna, like I did. Let's <laughs> let's put it this way. Um, we'll obviously get into this a little bit more when we get to the other um women's tag match on. I don't even remember what night they're putting on, but anyway, I'm just happy Shayna's on the card. This yeah. is just if she wins, bonus. But just the fact that she's on the card, I'm like, thank God. So you know what? I'm just happy I get to see all of my favorites on the show, whether it be night one or night two. So you know what? I'm just happy, but I'm going to pick Shayna to win just because. I'm going to go with you on that, not just because to make you happy, but I feel like yeah. they're the more they're the more formidable team. They're a team. Yeah. They've been they've been linked to each other ever since Ronda was going to come into WWE. So you know, um, I feel like they're going to win. But I, I've always wanted to see them go at each other. Yeah, you know? maybe this is the beginning of it. But um, I mean, we're hoping. We've been talking about it for. God knows how long. Um, I just loved how they walked out and they're like, you know what? Yeah, we're gonna be in this match too. <laughs> and honestly, I chose to be in it. And I'm surprised they even were in it because I thought we, I saw a bunch of rumors saying that Ronda wasn't even medically cleared. But for all we right. know, she might still not be medically cleared, and Shayna might do the heavy lifting. Which you know what? I'm all for that because give her some time to shine. Definitely for sure. Uh, but my money's on Rhonda and Shayna taking this one. I already knew you were gonna pick yeah. Rhonda and Shayna. <laughs> I was gonna pick Shayna by herself, but yeah, Rhonda and Shayna, I guess, but especially Shayna. Definitely for sure. Uh, and then next up for the Intercontinental Championship, we have a triple threat match between Gunther, who's defending the title uh, against Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. This one's going to be a hard hitting match. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to this one. Just the chops and, and you know, oh. Gunther can take liberties with with Sheamus and McIntyre. So this the chops hurt. are going to be extra. Yeah, it's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. Yeah. This but is... in terms of the, the winner, 
I mean, it can go either way. I mean, Sheamus, the one title Sheamus has never won is the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Drew McIntyre is still on or on the rise, and Gunther is becoming one of the uh one of the greatest, not the greatest, but one of the greatest yeah. Intercontinental Championships based on his reign alone, which is like three hundred days, close to three hundred days, so which is unheard of in the modern era. So they really strapped the strapped the rocket to Gunther. That's why he's gonna be my pick. I figure like he's gonna uh, figure this one out and figure out how to beat the two, I guess, former best friends. Um, I guess like, <laughs> are they for, I don't know. Are they still friends? I'm not sure, but, um, drinking buddies, they're drinking buddies. Yeah. We'll go with that. Um, <sighs> you know what? I feel like, ugh. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is tough um you know what i feel like a lot of people i feel like us included think that they missed the opportunity to clash at the castle to give the title to seamus mm -hmm. so i feel like they're gonna write that wrong this time and i think they're finally gonna mm -hmm. give seamus his wrestlemania moment and finally just let him capture the title that has long eluded him for many years so you know what i'm gonna say seamus just for the feel-good moment yeah, the, the the now that you brought up Clash at the Castle, remember how the crowd reacted yes. to shame even after a loss. You know they were just uh, on their feet, giving him a standing ovation. So maybe, like you said, WWE saw that and was going. You know, maybe we have something here. And again, this will be great for Sheamus's career. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, um, sad to say Drew McIntyre doesn't have a dog in this fight. But again, the match is going to be itself might be a show stealer. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And my goodness, is this this is just, it's just gonna hurt. That's the easiest way to put it. This match is gonna be painful to watch in the best way possible. Yeah, speaking of hurt, the next match on the card uh, that we get to predict is Edge versus Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell match. Oh, oh. And they're bringing back the old school Hell in a Cell, not the red cage, oh. the old school one. Oh boy, this is. This is exciting. This is some good stuff. This is this is one way to end a feud, that's for sure. And it's Brood Edge versus Demon Finn, so it's like, what yes. more could you ask? What more yes. could you ask for? This is this is if you're a hot topic goth millennial kid, this is I mean, right up your alley. I mean, as a tomboy, this is right up my alley. So you know what? <laughs> I am I am all for this. This is going to be so much fun. Um the weird thing is though is that if this is supposed to be the end of the feud who the heck do you end up picking like edge has right. beaten them so many times but if this is the end of the feud wouldn't you like to give something to finn for once because i feel like they kind of he kind of needs that win because Edge has just kicked their ass for months now mm -hmm. yeah <sighs> you I can't think, have demon lose you can't have the demon lose yeah i think i think that's the one i think the demon's undefeated I'm pretty sure. I feel like they. I'm surprised they haven't mentioned it, but yeah. that would have been a good selling point too. That the demons yeah. undefeated. Yeah, but then I feel like that would have maybe done the opposite and had people be like, "Oh, well, now he has to lose because it's Edge." It's like, no, let the. You know what? I'm just putting it right now. Let the demon win. Finn's gonna win. You can't have the yeah, demon I'm, lose. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I, I like the demon. I like Edge, but I like the demon. The demon's just cool. You know, it's to me. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of wrestling twitter pundits are like they scoff at the demon like it's yeah. some kooky thing but i like the demon i think it's really cool and it's on it's on a bigger stage so he's definitely gonna go out and this is gonna be one of those entrances that i'm really looking forward to oh i need to see both these entrances they're just gonna yeah they're gonna pop there's off there's rumors that 
at least Gangrel is going to mm-hmm. be there to do a brute entrance, but they're also talking about maybe, uh, you know, contacting the old All Elite oh. Wrestling and getting Christian to oh. maybe make the appearance too, which would be pretty cool if they can make that happen. Jesus. Could you imagine if this actually happens? Like, oh my god. I I just need to see these matches. Or I just need to see the entrances now just to see if it actually happens because, oh yeah. my god. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. That's definitely a match to look forward to. It's Hell in a Cell, and Edge is talking about he wants to do stupid stuff, and he just needs to get it approved by, by management, which hopefully, oh, no. you know, they, they tell him to slow it down and maybe, like maybe not don't. let him. Yeah, because when he says he wants to do stupid stuff, the only thing I can imagine is him, like, diving off the cage, going <sighs> through the It's just, yeah. So please don't, please don't do not, that. Yeah, let's not. Let's not do that. No. Uh, let's let's get this one out of the way, uh, and uh, I'm talking about Brock Lesnar uh, versus Omas. Uh, this past week they tried to do a weigh in, which is it was half a weigh in. They weighed Omas, <laughs> you know he's big. Brock yeah. Lesnar comes out and he's like, I'm not gonna do a weigh in. Let's just fight. And then, oh like I've been saying for weeks, for me this match just looks like two big giant dudes bumbling into each other. And that's exactly what they did on Raw. They were two big giant dudes bumbling into each other. Um, <sighs> I, I, I want, Can we pretend I, that this doesn't exist? I want so bad to be invested in this match, but I'm just I not. Don't. I don't. I don't this care. Is... Like I, I don't care. There was never an opportunity for me to care. Like it wasn't happening. And it, no, no. Well, I think they're gonna give the rub to Omos and maybe have him pick up the one which would be would do wonders for his career uh if he can topple brock lesnar i don't think brock lesnar can hit an f5 on a 7-4 giant i don't i think that would just look as as cool as it would as cool as the visual seems physics wise no you know gravity wise science wise reality common sense wise like yeah i don't think it's gonna look as cool as people envision it to look that's no, just it's just me. gonna look clunky. Yeah, very clunky. And you know no. me, I don't like clunky matches. We don't. We do. We do not like clunky matches. Um, uh, I just, just don't care. One. I just don't <laughs> care. Like neither. Like I don't want to say neither. Um, I. Uh, I'll just say Lesnar, just for the fact of why not. <laughs> All right, so moving moving on, we have a great match. Uh, this one's going to be pretty cool. It's a six-woman tag team match. Uh, Hall of Famers Lita and Trish Stratus will be teaming up with Becky Lynch to take on Damage Control, uh, <sighs> Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. I already know you're picking Damage Control. Um, I know you. I'm I'm getting pretty good at reading you, even though we're always <laughs> on the same wavelength. I'm I'm getting good at reading you. It's always it's only been what like how many years at this point yeah. two years um I okay now first off number one you're right number two maybe not for the reason <laughs> you think not for the reasons you might think though so okay again kind of like my whole thing with Shayna I am like I could not be happier that Dakota gets her like WrestleMania moment after all this time after everything she's been through like she has earned this she deserves this I cannot say enough about it will I possibly cry watching it maybe who knows um we'll discuss that next episode but (laughs) I'm just like super excited just to see her get that moment same with Shayna same with Rhea like I was talking to my one friend today at work I said like all of my favorites 
are getting like their WrestleMania moments this year, and I love it. Like it's just this is the dream for me. So I I'm just like I cannot say how excited I am just to see them get their moments. Um, with that being said, am I picking Damage Control? Yes, but for two reasons. Number one, they have to win something. They have been losing nonstop lately. Mm-hmm. Like, not even just on TV, like, on live events, they are getting just destroyed every night. So, for the sake of give them a goddamn win, number two, and this one's just, like, a hypothetical. I'm not entirely sure if it's going to happen, but, I mean, I would be, um, I would find it a little interesting if it happens. What if a certain Tristratus turns on Lita and Becky and costs them the win? Yeah, that's what they've been rumbling. Maybe setting up a match between uh, Becky and Tristratus at another big pay-per-view like SummerSlam. Which that would be cool. I wouldn't be opposed mm-hmm. to that. So why not let's just get the ball rolling with that right now and let it happen at WrestleMania. I mean, besides the feel-good moments, WrestleMania is all about the shock factor and those kind of moments. And what more shocking moment could you have than Tris Tristratus turning on Lita and them and giving damage control the win? So you know what? Either, even if that doesn't happen, just for the mere fact of give them a goddamn win, I am picking damage control. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm picking damage control on this fact that, again, I'm going off the rumblings of what the internet has been saying they've been wanting to see and what they've been predicting. And yeah. that's just Stratus uh, costing uh, Lita and Becky uh, this match. Uh, and to set up a match against Becky, which which would be cool to see. But again, like you said, they they damage control definitely needs a win. Damage control in in particular, Io Sky. That match that she yes. had with Becky on Raw was phenomenal. Yes. God, Io Sky is so good. She just and the thing is, she looks like much like Oscar. You know, a transplant from another country coming in here, and and you know it can't be easy. But yeah. she looks like a WWE superstar. Oh yeah, yeah, like totally. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Speaking of Asuka, she goes up against Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship in a match that I'm looking forward to because I feel like this is going to be one of those show stealer type matches. I feel like oh, these yeah. women, they have good chemistry with each other. They they can hit each other hard. And mm-hmm. Just, you know, I wouldn't be mad either way, whether this goes B- Bianca's way or Asuka's way. I think, but if I had to put my money on it, mm-hmm. Hmm, this one's tough. Yeah, it is. This one's tough. Let me let me hear your reasoning, because maybe you can sway me. Oh boy. Um I'm going to stick with what I think I've been saying this entire time. I feel like, especially with this new persona and this new like character change in Asuka, you can't not have her win. Like mm-hmm. and also, if she loses, who the hell else do you have that could be Bianca? Honestly. Yeah. Besides yeah. Rhea, but that's a whole other different story. That's not happening anytime soon. So, come on. You got to give it to Asuka and actually give her a decent title run this time. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I love Bianca. I love Asuka. Asuka just, it just, uh, the, and especially the way they built her up in that video package, mm-hmm. talking about her time in NXT and then transitioning into the main roster and how dominant she was on the main roster. I mean, you're looking at 900 plus days undefeated. Okay. That's, that's, that's a record in WWE, not for men and not for just women, but for men and women, Oscar holds that record. She's the first uh, woman to win the Royal rumble. Um, 
you know, and then her title reigns, you know, she's just been, she's just dominant. And again, like this new persona, like you said, just puts her over the top. You know, it's almost like when she dons that face paint, it's much like the demon. Yeah. She just transforms into another person and an un, you know, unstoppable force. That said, Bianca Belair is a perfect counterpart to that, just based on what she's able to do in the ring. Yeah. And, I, and I'll never be not surprised by the progression of Bianca Belair because this is someone who has an athletic background but doesn't have a wrestling background and then just took like a fish to water when it came to wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'll yeah. always root for that because that was pretty cool to see. Uh, but again, I'm going with the the cool factor, and I say Oscar, <laughs> evil Oscar is going to win this one. Yeah, the cool factor. I agree. All right, so let's. Uh, I'm going to save the big matches for for later. Um, let's go with speaking of big match. Let's talk about this one. Uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte <sighs> Flair is going to be defending the title against Rhea Ripley. And this was pretty easy for me to pick. I'm, I'm going with Rhea. I think she's going to get her win back from 36. Oh, if there's a God Rhea wins this match, Charlotte has no business losing this match. Or Charlotte has no business winning at all. Like, you can't build Rhea up the way you are right now and have her lose. Unless you really want to piss off the entirety of the fan base. Me included. Yeah. You included. A lot of people. So, no. it's It's got to be Rhea. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I think I think this is just predicated on the fact that she needs to get her win back from the last time these two women hooked up at WrestleMania. And it was kind of like that match at WrestleMania didn't have the wow factor because it was the WrestleMania during the pandemic. So mm-hmm. everything was just weird, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. And I, and I feel like this is the time that they're going to be able to do it right in, in front of 75, 80,000 people um which is going to be pretty cool to see and it you know Rhea gets her gets her win back and then on top of that she becomes the smackdown women's champion which is going to be pretty cool to see yeah again another instance of my favorites are on they're going to get their moments and i can't be happier so uh give her the damn belt already yeah definitely for sure all right moving on well we have a you know this has become pretty personal grudge match between seth freaking rollins and logan paul uh you know we we talked about how much we despise logan paul as a person yeah you know it's we've said it millions have said it but you can't deny this guy is pretty good at this wrestling stuff yeah unfortunately (laughs) he is yeah you you can't take that away from i can hear the the, the distaste in your voice (laughs) Yeah, because, of course, but um, I think this is going to be the complete opposite of Gargano and Waller, and I think Rollins is going to do what everybody wants him to and to just, like, curb stomp him into oblivion. Yeah, that'd be nice to see. I'm hoping, if there's again, if there's a god, Rollins wins this match. Like, Logan Paul has no business winning this match, but... But then, if... And the, the interesting thing about this one is... Uh, after after WrestleMania, Logan Paul's contract is over. No oh, darn. He doesn't. He hasn't. <laughs> he, he hasn't signed a new contract or anything like that. I don't know if that plays into the factor of who's winning. Um, Good. It. I mean, it could. You know, I'm. I'm just like. I'm interested in seeing what this kid's gonna do next. If he's gonna. If this is. This is different. You know. I mean. I mean. 
I can't say it's different because he did go up against Roman Reigns and had a pretty good match against Roman Reigns, um, which nobody expected to happen. So no. if he can have a pretty good match with Roman Reigns, I feel like he can have a really good match with uh, Seth Rollins. I mean, yeah, I'd say so. It, yeah, if you could have a, <laughs> you could have a good match with the Tribal Chief. I think you can have a match with a paper bag and have it be good. So um, yeah, yeah, I'm still going with Seth though. Seth has to win. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going with Seth too. I think Seth, uh, Seth losing to an influencer would kind of damage the ego a little bit. Yeah, and, we we don't need that. And not to mention, Seth's popularity has been growing week by week. You know, they're singing his battle hymn basically yeah. loud, and you know, I think uh, moving him over to a face character was a pretty smart idea. Yeah, I agree. All right, moving on. Uh, this match is going to be, for me in particular, it's pretty tough to predict, and that is the United States Championship match between Austin Theory and John Cena. Um, this one, for me, it's tough to predict because John Cena's John Cena, so if, you know, he wins, it's like, oh, well, you know, that's what John Cena does. He he wins. He's, yeah. he's the guy, you know, he's the GOAT. But, yeah. again, how much would that damage Austin Theory's career? you know losing to john cena and not only that losing to losing the united states championship which i don't think that john cena has the schedule to keep up with and be a champion in the wwe so that might be a factor pointing to austin theory picking up the win yeah i feel like it would have to be theory again by nefarious means i'd assume or hell maybe clean who knows but yeah you can't you can't have cena win the title because then it would just be another whole brock lesnar thing where he holds the title and then he just disappears for months on end. And you're like, oh yeah, I forgot the title even exists on the show, which is what Triple H has been trying to rectify mm-hmm. is making those thing or those secondary titles important. So you might not want to put it on the part-time guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what, that's the deciding fact in this one. And it, it'll do wonders for Austin theory to say, Hey, I'm a young gun that came in here and beat John Cena in WrestleMania for the United States Championship. Yeah, he can be insufferable. Yeah, even even if you don't like the guy, you can't deny it once he makes that point. No, because again, that could be his whole new like character shift where it's like, I don't care what you say about me, I beat John Cena. And it's just like, oh, shut the hell up already. But he can say he did it. Yeah, I think I think that's a very good way that they're then probably a good prediction in terms of what they're going to be doing in the future with Austin theory. Austin theory, whether you like him or you dislike him, like I said, ever since I've seen him. And when I saw him in evolve, I I looked at him and go much like I did with John Cena. I said, that guy is the prototypical WWE superstar. When John Cena came out for his match uh, against Kurt Angle on SmackDown, I looked at him. I was like, man, he looks like he could be the guy. And lo and behold, he became the guy. And I feel that same way with Austin Theory. He might not be the guy, but give it like maybe five years, he could be an insufferable world champion that you just want to see get his ass kicked. Yeah, he could be the next MJF to a degree, if you think about it. Mm. Yeah, I don't think he would take it that far in terms of his heel work, but he could definitely be a good heel in that factor for sure. Yeah, not still just as insufferable. Yeah. And now moving on, this is the, I don't know, like I said earlier, I don't know the match order, but if I had my way, this would be the match that would uh, be the main event for night one of WrestleMania. And it'll be for the undisputed WWE tag team championships. It's the Usos defending the titles against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. If I had my way, that match would main event night one for sure. (laughs) 
And if I had my way, and I'm hoping it's the correct way, it's Charlotte and Rhea, because last time I checked, if you win the Rumble, you are main eventing WrestleMania. So That's true. That's very true. You're right. So if I have my way and I'm, I have a feeling that hopefully that's the, uh, the correct way is it's Charlotte and Rhea, but this one is going to be pretty, pretty high up on the card though. I believe. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, uh, (laughs) if this is tough, this is tough because you could look at it and go, well, the bloodline's losing and I'm kind of jumping the gun here, but the bloodline's losing all their titles. You know, it's the end of the bloodline reigning dominance over WWE, and it's a feel-good moment for KO and Sammy. Or you could say, hey, the Usos have been dominant, bloodline's been dominant, we're going to keep that dominance rolling, you know? Yeah, but is it the beginning of the end, though? Like, That's what I'm saying. Is it the beginning uh, of the end? I, (laughs) is it, um... Well, I feel like, (sighs) damn, I feel like, do you want to give Sammy and Kevin that like feel good moment on the biggest stage of all? Um, (sighs) Damn. It's tough. Yeah. Hey, Christ. Um, (laughs) Ugh. Well, you know what? I'll just say, sure. The downfall begins on night one. The the downfall begins on night one of the bloodline. Wow. I know. I just broke your heart. I'm sorry. But I think think it's going to happen. You know what, though? Like, I kind of have to agree with you there. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, I I think that hurt to say i heard the pain in your and, voice when you said that yeah, yeah it, did, it did hurt to say usos are my favorite tag team in all of wrestling i feel like yeah. they just go out there and just have banger matches just yeah. phenomenal matches every time so um i'm i'm sure this match is going to do wonders in terms of the winners it could be the fall of the bloodline yeah it could it's a it very could be big the, possibility it could be the fall of bloodline and that reaction to the crowd. If KO and Sammy wins is going to be astronomical. Um, It's going to blow the roof off the place. Um, So I'm going KO Sammy Zane. Ouch. No, no, you just ripped the band. Oh, you ripped the band aid clean off. It hurt. It hurt. Oh, Oh, the band aids off. The band aids off. We're not bleeding just yet. There is one more Band-Aid, though, so there's still a chance. It's it's there, and we're talking about the main event, the creme de la creme, the the one that's going to end the show, uh, end night two, and that is for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns will be defending his title, the title that he's had for 900-plus days, the most dominant reign in the modern era of WWE against Cody Rhodes. Um and <laughs> we, we're, we're talking at the band-aid a little bit i think <laughs> like you know what sucks yeah. i love the bloodline and i've been a bloodline fan since the since the beginning we all know that yeah. especially if you listen to the show mm-hmm. but man cody's been growing on me oh boy i can slowly cody. feel the band-aid coming off <laughs> cody's been growing on me and oh, cody no. and the thing about cody is they were so afraid that 
Sami Zayn's popularity was going to overshadow nope. Cody's popularity, and we couldn't have been more wrong. No, it, not even it fe- close. It feels like Cody's gotten even more popular even after the Sami Zayn stuff. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I think he really. I mean, good lord, just that video of them singing to a song, like. <laughs> And it's it's WrestleMania, seventy five, eighty thousand people oh. singing his song on top the of the of, on top of the pyro. That's going to be pyro, five minutes long. The pyro is going to be crazy. They're going to have to call the national guard. <laughs> they might. They just might. Honestly, they're um, going to have to shut down L.A. because this is just going to be. This could be a fire hazard. I mean, it might. Like, I think he said something about a record-setting amount of pyro. I'm like, oh my god, this might be longer than like Undertaker's longest entrance ever. <laughs> Oh man! Oh uh-huh. man! Ripping the bandaid off. I'm going Cody Rhodes. This is going to be the new champion. Ow! Ow! <laughs> Guess what? I'm r- ripping off another bandaid. Yeah, I agree. Cody's winning. Cody's winning. Ugh. Now you have like five thousand band aids just ripped off at once. So uh, I'm sure that's stung a little bit, but it'll it'll yeah. be okay. It'll be okay. I'm it'll sorry, get, it'll my tribal. Easier. I'm sorry, my tribal <laughs> chief. Uh, uh, but the thing guy. is, where do you go from here? Like, what what happens <sighs> to Roman after WrestleMania? That's going to be a fun question to answer on the next episode. That's going to, because we're going to have to talk about that if that happens. Um, uh, I don't know. I feel like he would take a very long break because I feel like the guy deserves it. Yeah, I, I would agree. I definitely agree. Um, 900 plus days as champion, you know, he's been carrying. And not only that, but every match that he's been having mm-hmm. has just been a great match. No matter who he's beaten. He's just put on these phenomenal performances as as a champion. And, you know, you can't take anything away from the guy. It's really cool to see because of the simple fact that when WWE wanted him to be the guy, the fans didn't want him to be the guy. Yeah. Now WWE has the guy. He's been the guy for 900 days. And the fans of even if the bloodlines kind of like this heel faction and they're bad guys and they do underhanded things. Uh, the fans have still been riding with the bloodline, you know, but oh, that's yes. until Cody Rhodes came and Cody Rhodes became, you know, the, the, the protagonist to the antagonist in the story. Um, the one thing I will say about Cody is for me, if you put the belt on him, he looks like a perfect champion. You know, he yeah. comes out with the tailored suits, yeah. the, the music, the pyro, the crowd sings his song. He loves the people. He's a genuine good guy. Yeah. You know, you could, you could sense that he's a genuine good guy. So I feel like if he's champion, it's not so bad, but it still hurts to say. Yeah, I was going to say, it's still going to hurt you for quite a few episodes after if uh, Cody wins. But yeah, I might I might need to take a sabbatical. might need All to right, take well. a nap after night two of WrestleMania and let me, let me cry into my pillow. Oh, I thought you were about to say, "Oh, we need to take a few weeks off. We can't talk about we can't talk about it until then." No, definitely, we're ro- we're on a, we're on a rolling train here with this podcast, so we definitely uh, definitely are not going to be taking any breaks anytime soon. Uh, but speaking of breaks, I think Roman Reigns will be taking a break after WrestleMania, and he rightfully deserves one. Yeah, I'd say he, he he's going to take a very very long vacation that would make me very envious because you know you know to worry about PTO when you do that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, if I will just say this, if he loses the belt, don't be surprised if we don't see him for quite a while, like months. We're not talking a month or two, like months. 
but that'd be what would be great about that is when he does come back, whatever capacity he comes back in, it's going to be a shock factor. Yeah. It's going to wow the people. They're going to be like, oh, shit. And you know what? This could be the fall of the bloodline. But like you, when he comes back, it could be the reemergence of the bloodline. Yeah. You know? I mean, honestly, yeah, because you could even play it without Roman there. The bloodline's in disarray because you don't have the tribal chief there to guide you anymore. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, that's a very good point. And that's a that's a that's something that could point to maybe the Usos winning the keeping the titles at WrestleMania but down the road after WrestleMania they lose and that becomes the disarray of the bloodline is that they there's no titles in the bloodline, there's no Roman uh Solo Sokoa is just out here spiking people going crazy, wanting yeah. to pick fights with everyone. The bloodline is complete chaos and Paul Heyman can't rein him in, so he's gonna have to call the tribal chief to do so. Yeah, I could do we could do like a have you tried have you tried getting a hold of Roman? Well, yeah, I've tried. He won't like answer his phone or anything, and then he yeah. just Yeah. Goes completely MIA. I like that. I like that. I like that idea of, of him going MIA and then the bloodline and just in complete chaos and then you realize how important of an asset roman reigns is yeah yeah see i can but, make some good ideas <laughs> yeah definitely give you the pencil yeah I, if only but <laughs> I, I digress but unfortunately like i said i feel like cody's gonna not unfortunately because i would be happy <laughs> but uh it still hurts to see you'd maybe be the end. you'd be happy but crying at the same time yeah yeah i'd be like this is the end. We're moving on to a new era of WWE. <laughs> it it would be that weird feeling of, I can't tell if I'm happy or sad. Yeah. Very good way to put it. Very good way to put it. Because that's how I'm feeling right now. It's, you know, I'm just going by, and I'm not even going by my heart. I'm just playing safe money here. Yeah. Playing yeah. safe bets and just going, well, Cody's, if there's, if Roman is the guy, Cody is like directly underneath him. One because A and one B. Yeah, because of his popularity. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, and then, you know, there, there's been rumblings that there's going to be a new championship belt design. Well, you know? I didn't hear that. Yeah. Yeah, they've well. been rumbling for a new championship design, so hmm. we might get one singular title, you know? Well, <laughs> all I will say is ahead of time, if need be, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> thank you thank you very much <laughs> and if i need to i will say it again next episode but my condolences yeah. ahead of time just in case yeah but there you have it ladies and gentlemen those are our predictions for night one and night two of wrestlemania only took us an hour and 10 minutes to get through that yeah, only right only and we haven't <laughs> even gotten to the questions yet so we still got a ways to go yeah we got a lot of questions in our mailbag segment so might as well get into it. We got some questions. You guys want some uh, answers, not only about what WWE's got going on, but also on the other side of the aisle with All Elite Wrestling. They got some stuff going on. They got oh, some. Yeah. They got some issues yes, that they yes. need to fix. And but uh, we there's some. From what I saw on Twitter, as I was making sure I was getting to the questions, there is some uh, some drama happened on Dynamite today. So we are gonna have some ooh. shit to talk about. Yeah, and it's um, who boy, um, yeah. Ooh, I'm not gonna. Spoil, I, I'm not gonna spoil it, but no, it's on my DVR. As soon as we're done recording, I'm popping that bad boy on. Oh, you're gonna need to, because my goodness, I did not expect that to happen. Let's just put it that way. Um. Oh, oh, you already saw what happened. 
Yeah, yeah. For, <laughs> for a certain thing, I didn't. I will. A disclaimer: I didn't see anything about Adam's match, so I didn't. I didn't see any of that, but I did see something that had something to do with Kenny and the Combat Club. So I will uh, leave it at that. All right. <laughs> I know yeah, yeah, you yeah. got you excited on that one. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love wrestling. So all uh, I will say, to- all I will, all I'll say though is you will be very, very, very excited by uh, what happened. Let's just put it that way. All right. All right. You you, you can't get me more amped up already. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so we'll put that energy into the questions then. So let's go. All right, I'm going to try and rifle through all of these because um, they're coming from a bunch of different places. So we're going to start off with Mike. Um, so Mike, obviously, first had asked about um, predictions. He read, read our minds. We already had that going. So obviously, I hope we um, predicted them correctly to the best of our abilities for you, Mike. Um, he tagged us in a clip from Renee Paquette's uh, The Sessions podcast when she had Moxley on. And... A lot of people are um, talking about this episode, saying mm-hmm. that they kind of fell, like you said, at the production meeting, fell for the clickbait of he was trashing AEW. He was talking about how, like, oh, they're just so, like, it's all drama and bullshit and this and that, and he hates AEW. But when you listen to the quote, not so much the case. Yeah, again, um, this is one of those things where, like, you can't just read the the sensationalized headline and run with that. Because if you listen to the whole thing in context, um, everybody's thinking uh, John Moxley's out here trashing AEW, saying it's full of drama and drama's bullshit and all that stuff. But what he's saying is AEW's in such a good place right now, and I'm enjoying what I do with AEW, and I love AEW, and I want AEW to succeed, that when the drama happens like this, because it is drama, when it happens, it's just like, oh, man, this is just not good. Um, but people took that as, you know, he feels like AEW is just full of drama. He's trashing AEW. But then, like I said, you can't fall for that headline because the bloggers and the journalists out there, they, they got to do their job. They got to get their hits. Yeah. You know, so of course they got to put up these sensationalized headlines and they know how to rile up the internet and the Twitter. Yeah. And it doesn't take much. It, it doesn't at all. But if you actually do your research... And listen, I didn't listen to the whole episode because my, yeah, my ADHD would just go crazy. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> don't have time. Especially, especially with the way Mox talks because um, Mike had put up a, another clip of, of, he had tweet retweeted another clip about something else, about how uh, John Moxley respects the guys in the elite and he, he respects the young bucks and, and Kenny Omega. But for him to get to that point where he said, I respect those guys. It took him like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He kind of rambled. Yeah, he rambled on. And it was like, so I know I couldn't get into that episode, but I did listen to the clip. And it's just the way you interpret it. You can interpret it and go, oh, he's definitely trashing AEW. Let me get on Twitter and say, oh, he's trashing AEW so I can get my retweets and my likes in. Or you can look at it and look at it for what it was. And like I said. Be sensible. Yeah, be sensible about it and just understand that this is a guy who loves what he does, loves the company that he works for, wants the company to succeed, and when these things happen, that that's a damper on the company. Yeah, exactly. You just sometimes you just have to see it for what it's worth, not what you want it to be. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, definitely for sure. Um yeah, it's just again, it's just the Twitterverse falling for the for the clickbait sensation. 
you know, they want to be a part of the discourse. And, you know, of course, all the wrestling pundits on Twitter want to dissect it and make it for what it's not. And it's just really a guy that's kind of, he's a guy who's, who's not a drama guy who stays away from the drama, doesn't want to be a part of the drama. And this is before the, the all out media thing. He's Mm -hmm. just always been that guy where he's just keep me out of it. If it doesn't involve me, if it's not something I can control, keep me out of it. Um, So he was dragged into the situation uh, with, with CM Punk of all people. (laughs) Oh yeah. Something as simple as, is making a match happen. These guys couldn't get on the same page. Yeah. um, I feel like the best way we can put it, which is, you know what? It's very funny coming from us too, especially since we're like, big fans of the house of black which we always Mm -hmm. look into everything they say because that's just how they are as characters sometimes there isn't anything like beneath the surface it's just Mm -hmm. what it is you don't there is no hidden meaning of oh well he said this because he actually meant this instead and you kind of have to like it's like no you don't need to actually look deeper for something that's not there yeah especially with mox he's not a guy that's subliminal in in that sense yeah he's not cryptic in any way he he's a straightforward in your face you know, I'm a tell it like it is type type of guy. He's always been that way. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I don't think he just hated the drama. And it's funny that you mentioned seeing punk because Mike's next question was, what were our thoughts on the um, Instagram story of his that he magically deleted, but people have screenshots of because, you know, screenshots exist. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know what? I take it as a guy defending himself. Yeah, it no, it's it's tough because it is. It definitely is a guy defending himself. But when you have the reputation that Punk does, mm-hmm. it's not going to come across that way. At exactly, all. exactly, and that's the damage he's done to himself. Yeah, um, he's his as own much enemy. As, yeah, as much as like I say, his Instagram post was him defending himself, and that's in a positive light. What he did at the all-out media scrum, uh, attacking mm-hmm. Colt Cabana and going crazy like the way he did while he was eating his pickles, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was just not professional in any way. And the the sad part is they can look at it and look at it as like, okay, here's the bridge that's been burned. Because they were talking about there was a possibility there could be some reconciliation. And... <sighs> it, you know, which would have been great. I think it would have been great. Um, but this whole Instagram post thing, mm. punk, punk, is, I don't want, I don't want to put the guy like, I don't want to be that guy, but I feel like he has, he's very thin skin. Yeah, please you know? stop talking. Like, you don't have to yeah. always say what's on your mind because it gets you in trouble 99% of the time. Right, right. And, and most, and the way he speaks his mind, he comes off kind of like an asshole. Which is not yes. necessarily a bad thing. Some people are just like that. That's the yeah. way they do things. They speak their mind and you take it how you take it, whether you like it or not. You know? And that's how much, you know, that's the type of person that he is. It just bums me out that there was a possibility of this reconciliation and we can get punk back in AEW. Because from my perspective, if I was a wrestling promoter and I let's say I owned All Elite Wrestling and this was all happening under my watch. Yes. You kind of got to look at it from a money sense, you know? You can <sighs> you can turn this you can turn this drama into some wrestling drama and make some money. 
You know, Jerry Jarrett used to have a sign on his door that said, personal issues draw money. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, see, and it's funny that you mentioned that because Mike's next question was, if you were AEW, would you want him back? See, so we're, he's reading our minds. Um, yeah, <laughs> I say uh, I say yes for the money sense. If he's willing to do business the right way, if, he, if he's going to continue to be a prick, be hard to work with, kind of veto finishes because they're not to his liking he's he's tough yeah it's tough he's he's a tough guy to work with i i feel like this is the like record number of times we have actually disagreed on this show um to mark this down i wouldn't because you thought that oh well he finally turned over a new leaf in AEW. he was so excited to work with like the younger people and this and that and the other thing and then he completely turned around and did the exact same thing that he did when he left air wwe so Yes, he was moving the merchandise and the needle for a little bit when he came back, but after a while, I don't think it's even worth it because then it just becomes a toxicity in the work environment. We saw what happened. It almost destroyed Mm -hmm. AEW. So do you really think it's worth a couple extra, maybe a million here and there? Yeah, I I totally agree. I totally agree. I'm I'm, I'm either way, you know, because if you think about it, AEW has been able to recover from this incident very, yeah. very well, you know. So you don't want to stop that momentum. Um, like I said, been able- yeah. But but again, it's just <sighs> working with this guy is tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it he definitely is. It's like as soon as you you don't even have to know what pisses him off. You could just say something that has absolutely nothing to do with him, or it could be like a joke, and he will take it seriously, like the whole hangman thing. He mm-hmm. took a silly little thing to heart, and then this is how this all started. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm either way. I'm, I would, I would say, give it one more try. But this is like one of those things where, like, the trepidation is so real. Yeah, you know, where it's just like, is it like you it? said, is it worth? It? Is it worth it? I'm like, I'm looking at it and going, he's gonna make a million. You know, he might move the ratings a little bit. Uh, and then we could turn, we can, if he's willing to turn this real life drama into some wrestling drama, they could really make some money. They could really make some money where he, you know, he has matches with a uh, hangman and he has matches with all the other guys that he's, he's sick of working with, with the yeah. bucks, you know, you can have the elite versus uh punk and FTR, which would be a great match in itself. So there's a lot of great matches that are left on the table and, I, you know what? I'm one of those people. Like I'm saying, yeah, give it a shot. But if you're like, if you're in your case, like you said, if you were the owner, you'd be like, it's not worth it. I, I completely see where you're coming from there. Yeah, yeah, no, not, not happening. At least for me. <laughs> um, and Mike's last question is, um, I'm sure you can answer this better than I can. He would like to know if we agreed that the JD McDonough and Ilya Dragunov match was the match of the week in his opinion yes yes i definitely agree those two uh just beat the shit out of each other that's what you get with Ilya Dragunov. he's he's a guy that's kind of pedal to the metal uh you know all force you know he's gonna hit you hard jd mcdonough is a guy he's he's it's stupid to make this comparison because they're both from the same exact place and they both, you know, one kind of trained the other and everything, but he reminds me a lot of Finn Balor. Yeah. He has the same sort of skill set, you know, where he's athletic, he's speedy, he's quick. Um, 
you know, but that match was that match was perfect. Uh, whether or not it translates into any of them winning, like I said, I have my money on JD McDonough possibly winning that fatal five way, but uh, you know, it can go either way. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll take your word for it because I didn't get to see the match. So, um, but just on paper, it would be a good match anyway with those two. They're just that good. Yeah, definitely so, for sure. So I would agree. Uh, all right. So that was all of Mike's questions. So Mike, thank you again. Thanks, Mike. Um, I know mom's questions are around here somewhere. Um, <sighs> bear with me here. Uh, okay. So. We're going to go with mom's questions next. So mom, thank you. She was talking to me about this uh, on Monday and I didn't get a chance to watch it, but she said that the Becky promo seemed a little bit wonky to her. What are our thoughts on it? She thought that it was like just a bunch of yelling for no reason, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, your yeah, thoughts? I, I can see where she, she can get that interpretation. I'm looking at what Becky said and Becky threw some barbs at damage control that were like kind of exposed them um, in the sense that, that like they, they came up, they came, did the thing at SummerSlam. It was a big deal having EO sky and Dakota Kai there and they won the titles, but they did absolutely nothing. I I wouldn't say they did absolutely nothing. Yeah, I was going to say like, (laughs) I love Becky, but, (laughs) but, they they to her they haven't lived up to their potential and then on top oh. of that on, on top of that eo sky has this banger match against becky lynch in the singles match and people are yeah. like damn maybe she's right you know like maybe maybe there's more potential there and could be maybe bailey's holding them back you know uh, i mean uh it's, it's so tough but um she's right but she's not right if that makes yeah. sense they could be better but they also haven't done absolutely nothing either so yeah i mean they they were they were the tag team champions and they kind of there's been so much drama speaking of drama there's been so much drama surrounding the tag team championships on the women's division side <sighs> that when they yeah. won the titles they kind of brought it back on track you know and they yeah. kind of made it mean something so i wouldn't say they've done nothing um no. but could they be better yeah, I yeah I say they could be a little bit better, especially like I said, that match with with Io Sky and Becky Lynch, that match showed that there there's prom there's potential there that's been untapped. You know, yeah. it, it opened people's eyes. Like we haven't seen the best of Damage Control. You know, know. so imagine if like Becky. Well, I mean, it's not going to happen now, but they could have did it in a way where. Becky had a match against Dakota, oh, you know, and, God, and I wish. they would have had a banger match, oh, you know, yeah. and oh, then yes. again, it's, I feel like what Becky meant was there's that untapped potential that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Yeah. I you agree. know, <sighs> well, when Just, you do watch out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so the Kenny Omega Vikingo match was fantastic. Oh yeah, like that was that was I a lot of fun. Match. I love that match. Uh, the interesting thing about that match was how giving Kenny was. Oh yeah, because it, it was one of those things where it was like Kenny probably went to Vikingo and said, "As soon as the bell rings, just get your shit in," because yeah. as soon as the bell rang, Vikingo was hitting all his moves that has made him. 
popular on the indies and made him popular on the internet to get him to this point to get to that match at AEW and he did everything flawless you know it was yeah. just and for people who ha- who aren't part of the internet community and aren't you know well versed on that thing i'm pretty sure when they saw vikingo they were just like who? wow <laughs> yeah but then yeah because i think a lot of people were like who and I, I don't remember who it was but it was on twitter where they're like guys google exists you can actually look them up mm-hmm. google youtube i that's why like i i never i never who somebody i no. you know if i if i especially you know i like watching like old you know wrestling you know from back yeah. in like the territory days and my thing is like i want to see what happened to their career and what happened to their life, you know? So yeah. like, yeah, Google exists. YouTube exists. They're your friend. They're very easy to use. Try yeah. using that before you go to YouTube or, or go on Twitter and go, well, who is this guy? Because. Yeah. Don't be one you know, of those. Yeah. Don't just don't be one of those guys, you know? Yeah. I will say though, when Vikingo hit that, like that flip onto the table outside that sideways view of it from the camera, it looked like he hit the back of his shoulders and his head on that, like on the ring apron. Like, it oh my did. god! It like, did. How, how did you not get a concussion from that? Oh my god! Yeah, but again, like the 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 thing to me was like, wow, Kenny was very giving, oh, um, because yeah. he could have just easily went out there and just like manhandled the kid. And you yeah. know, I'm Kenny yeah. Omega. I'm the best bout machine. He was like, no, we're gonna make this match a banger, and that's what he did. He let Vikingo yeah. go and do his thing and wow the crowd because vikingo much like commander who is uh they're going to be facing each other on the ring of honor supercard show um commander went out there and, and wow the crowd with his aerial ability and his balance on and same thing with vikingo um so yeah. I, I that's why the, the, that's the part of AEW that i love is that they're willing to take chances on guys that a small smattering of people have heard of not everybody yeah but they're giving them a platform to do their thing and reach a broader audience, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. So, um, yeah, it doesn't hurt to do some research um, yeah. before you open your mouth, but, you know, <laughs> hey, it happens, I guess. Um, but no, the match was great. I, I loved it. That was definitely the highlight of uh, Dynamite for me. Uh, all right. <laughs> this one we definitely don't have to waste a lot of time on because we've talked about it till we're blue in the face the Brock Omos buildup is a waste of tv time it I mean the whole thing's a waste of time yeah I mean it's just it's proven me right which I kind of I'm 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 trying to be an optimistic wrestling fan and say maybe I mean I'm not expecting this thing to blow me away but it can it, hopefully it could be better maybe if they gave this match like a gimmick like it was just like no holds barred or something like that where you can put somebody through a table or something, something like that anything something something like that uh but again it's just proving me right which is just two big dudes just bumbling into each other bumbling into the fact that like brock lesnar tried to go full speed and almost tripped and fell you know so it's just like what do you expect it just nothing good um at all (laughs) Um, i know it's your most anticipated match of the weekend oh yeah obviously (laughs) that's gonna steal the show totally um all right so this one i don't know if you saw this but I'm very um, intrigued that we were asked this question. So mom would like to know our thoughts on the whole uh, autograph drama with Rhea Ripley, because in my mom's eyes, she is hundred percent correct. And 
to the listeners who may not know what um she's talking about Rhea had a tweet i don't remember when it was it was like a few days ago last week whatever where she pretty much said i'm tired of these people essentially like you know following them in the airport doing all these like late night like stupid shit things that some fans do so i think she pretty much said like unless it's like a personal photo of us i'm not signing anything yeah because these people come up to these wrestlers with like 15 funko pops and they want each of them signed only to put them on ebay and make money off of it yeah you know and And it's just like really guys could you be any more obvious like it's just like people have no etiquette these days you know i i instead of they're they're in the airport they obviously have places to go they're on a time crunch you know and it's most of the time it's like 5 30 in the morning where they have to reach the airport and you got guys sticking sharpies and eight by tens in your face saying sign this sign this sign this and you got a whole binder full of eight by tens that you want signed that you could so you could just put it on the internet and put it on ebay to make some money off of it that's messed up you know? And I th- and I think in Rhea's case, I think she said something about the guy who followed her out of the airport. So it's like, gay guys, maybe don't do that, especially with someone like her who could one thousand percent kick your ass legitimately. Sure. So it's, maybe don't do that. Be a decent yeah, person. It's it's not hard. You see him in the airport. You go, hey, you mind if I get a picture with you? If they say no, it's it, it is what it is. Or they say, you know, they're not gonna flat out and say no. They'd probably say, well, I got to go catch my flight and, you know, I got to do this. I can't really stop. You know, it is what it is that these people are busy. They are superstars. They're like like TV person. Like, you know, you got to kind of use your head and just be a decent human being, you know, just be nine times out of 10. They're not going to be assholes. There is an exception, though. Have you ever had one of those like bad wrestling experiences with a wrestler where you're like, wow, okay. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate because people see me and for those that don't know that just listen to the show, I'm a, I'm a disabled individual. So Mm -hmm. they see me and, you know, they probably don't want to be the guy to turn down the disabled individual, which should look bad. Not that I would go online and be like, you know, this person is horrible because they didn't want to take a picture, but I've had fairly good experiences with wrestlers that I've met. Um, You know, they, and it's, it's not so much, I try to be the most respectful fan mm-hmm. possible. Yeah. Say, hey, thank you for your entertainment. Mind if I get a selfie real quick? You know, and then boom, it's all over. Thank you very much for your time. And I'm on my way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's all you gotta do. It's it's simple as yeah. that. It's not that difficult. Um, yeah, I I can say I've had one bad experience and that was it. And I will give you I will give the full like disclosure of how this happened okay so it was jesus years ago um before i even moved down to pittsburgh we my mom and i were down for raw i believe it was a raw taping Mm -hmm. and we were down on a place in the city called the south side and there's Mm -hmm. this huge like la fitness i think or like a gym or whatever we were walking i think we were like going to like a store we always went to in the south side or we were going to like eat or something and as we were walking past the gym we had noticed um at the time neville was outside probably waiting for his uber to get to the arena or something so he was just standing there like Mm. nothing no one was bothering him he was just like standing there whatever at the time i was a fan of his so i'm like hey can i like like love your work kind of like what you said hey love your work can i like get a picture real quick and he just kind of looked at me and he's like i don't do pictures hey he doesn't do pictures 
And it's like, okay, cool, whatever. So it's like, sure, fine. And so we were leaving. And it was funny because like 20 to 30 minutes later, we were like driving probably back to the hotel before the show. And he was still waiting on the corner for his uber so um yeah so it's just like it whatever it's like it is what it is it's just like we can handle it was he was he was this neville during his like heel period or was this Um, like he was just coming up because a lot of times they they they, uh they like to stay in character you know yeah it trying to remember i feel like it was towards the end of his run in wwe so it probably was like his heel moment so it was just like so yeah it i guess it wasn't really like a bad experience but it was just kind of like one of those where it's like you were told no yeah you know you you don't want to hear no but you know it's just like whatever i'm just like it's just like okay it's not like it was one of my favorites and i was absolutely devastated by it it was just like oh i just so happened to see like he was there in the same footpath that i was walking it wasn't like anything super important so it's like yeah whatever but just be at the end of the day just be decent people that's it yeah nine times out of ten and you're you're probably that one time yeah if you just go if you just try to be nice respectful and just say hey i i I dig what you do mind if i get it keep it short simple yeah you know they're on a time crunch mind if i get a selfie if they give if they grant you that opportunity where you can take a picture with them you thank them, thank them for what they do, and go about your day. And they probably will look at that and go, hey, that fan was a respectful fan. Um, you know, and those are the type of fans that I want to cater to. You I will know, say, but- though, I will say, though, and this is going to be a very hard truth for some wrestling fans to hear. These people owe you nothing. They don't. Very true. They very really true. don't. Like, granted, yes, do it's... Because at the same time, yes, do we essentially as fans pay their bills? Yes, but at the same time, that doesn't give you the opportunity or the right or the privilege to, hey, here's 15 8 by 10s here's 15 Pop Funkos, you're some, you better sign these for me because I pay your bills. It's like, no, they really don't owe you anything. Yeah, they don't. They that, That's the crazy part about it. And it's just like, and it's, she's probably tired. You yeah. know, she's probably got a flight to catch and you want her to sit there and sign 15 Funko Pops and 10 8 by 10s and you know and all of it and it's mostly the people that just take this stuff and sell it on eBay. Yeah. You know, they're fans but they're fans trying to make money. Yeah, you know? which no. It's like that's why it's like at least for me personally, it makes me hyper aware or just hypersensitive to not wanting to be those kind of fans, so mm-hmm. it's like Exactly. If, so if I run into them at like not even the airport like just the hotel or just around town before the show it's always just a picture it's never like oh hey can you sign this because a normal person wouldn't be walking around with just like oh well if i run into them then i'll just have them sign this it's like no you just get the picture if you can and if not whatever but you just don't want to be one of those fans where they're like oh god i hate dealing with those kind of people you always want to be the ones where they're like okay well they were nice Mm-hmm. And this is a perfect conversation, especially for this week in particular, being that it's WrestleMania week. Wrestling fans from all across the globe are flocking to Los Angeles right now. Um, and this is a perfect conversation to have. It's just proper fan etiquette. You know, it's just yeah. try to be respectful. Try to be respectful of their time and, you know, and their energy, you know. Yeah. And don't be weird. Yeah. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> that, that's the main thing. Don't be don't be weird. Don't be weird. <sighs> Just don't be an asshole and don't be weird. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And you'll probably get what you want. 
yeah unless unless you're me in that instance but (laughs) you know whatever (laughs) i digress though um and mom's final question is how do we think uh wrestlemania is going to be this year i think this is going to be a good wrestlemania i I really i I really do i think i think the this is this i think this is a triple h wrestlemania yeah. We've gotten our stories between KO and Sammy and the, and the Usos, Cody and, and Roman, Ray and Dominic. You know, we got our stories in, and this is there's a lot of matches on there that people want to see. Um, there's some matches that people don't want to see, but again, they could surprise yeah. you. Um, mm-hmm. they could wow you. It's all about it's all about the ambiance. It is WrestleMania. It is yeah. the Super Bowl of professional wrestling. It's um, a spectacle. Yeah, it's, it's just. Just take it all in, you know. It's just yeah. I feel like it's gonna be a really, really good WrestleMania. Um, and I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm probably more excited for this WrestleMania than I was for last year's WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree on that one. Mostly because of the the direction it can go and the potential. I think is more or less the thing. The potential of how good of a show it can be makes me uh very excited. Definitely. All right, so that was all of Mom's questions. So, Mom, thank you again as always. Thank you, Mom. Uh, we're gonna move on to jack's questions so um so this one um i love that jack is also one of those uh kind of realistic wrestling fans like we are because he would like to know is kenny gonna watch dynamite to see don Callis uh falling on his own and not because hangman hit him (laughs) or um his full gear match to see that the bucks let hangman do the buck shot so in other words is he gonna have a goldfish memory is he actually gonna do some research it's it's funny because somebody else tweeted and not to get off track but going back to nxt and the whole kiana james cheating thing someone's like it all predicates on the fact that if these people watch the show yeah just pay attention if they if they go back and watch the show they get all the answers literally they they find out what's going on so it's kind of funny that like that he posed the question that way is like all he has to do is go back and watch these things happening and then figure out that it was just all big misunderstanding you know yeah exactly it's like guys you actually can watch the things you're a part of who would have who would have thought <laughs> um um who uh, well building off of that question will it be the bucks or kenny for or the bucks or don Callis showing kenny first uh the distrust among the elite who's going to cause it essentially the bucks or uh callus i would think callus yeah callus is just a shit stirrer so i feel like if he starts to see that there's a problem or like oh he's you know not really doing what made him a champion in the first place he'll try to be like oh no we got to get back on track so it's just going to be you and so oh we need to like get rid of the dead weight but callus is a shit stirrer so easily i think he will be the first i mean clearly he's already starting to build like the distrust and the among him and hangman so why wouldn't he do it with the elite yeah yeah he like you said he's a shit stir and it all goes back to if they just watch the show that they're a part of they could see that <laughs> yeah literally it's like just just watch the show from last week it's not that hard please <laughs> god i always wonder about that too it's just like guys just wow go back and watch it you'll know what actually happened but we can we can't do that we have to have goldfish memory but yeah we have to suspend our disbelief apparently and sometimes it's a little hard to do but we we try um (laughs) where does stokely's retirement match rank in the history of uh retirement matches in wrestling no better way to go out than with wing stop hook and the locker room emptying out to laugh at you (laughs) stokely's so good at his role like he's just so good 
It's so funny. Like, it's just, I can't, you can't help but laugh at the guy. And that's the point. He does his job well. He does every, everything he does from, from his tweets, his internet personality to what that he does be. on TV. It's just, he's, he's just great at what he does. And that retirement retirement match it's funny he comes out in the nation domination yeah yeah oh my god oh and then he's just and then he's like i'm actually not cleared to medically like (laughs) medically cleared to wrestle today so you know it's not actually gonna happen oh man it's just great stuff great stuff yeah it was funny yeah, yeah definitely it was just it was just it's just too much um uh, you gotta love it. Um, all right, this is a good one. Does Sky Blue need to get some wins on TV? It's fun watching her improve, but the matches seem instantly predictable. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. Yeah, she's she's actually really really good. Um, like I said, I've been trying to catch up on on Ring of Honor and stuff like that. And she had a match against Lady Frost on Ring mm. of Honor that was really good. Yeah. Um, Ring of I don't know why it is. Not saying that the women's division on AEW is bad, but like the women's division in Ring of Honor is mainly just go out there and wrestle, you know, yeah. and sh- and show your skills. And I feel like um, Sky Blue would benefit maybe sticking around Ring of Honor for a little bit, maybe you know, and getting some matches in. She's very very young, you know, yeah. but she's on, oh, she's yeah. on the up and up because they they they've been people have been circulating some clips of her on the, on the indies getting some work in and stuff like that. So she's definitely going to get better with time. You know, I think her career is just really, she's really young into her career, you know, she's getting oh, these yeah. opportunities. So give it time and she's going to be even better, whether or not it shows up on the AEW or ring of honor. I don't know, but I definitely yeah. agree that at least give her more TV time. Yeah, and upon further research, she's she's twenty three years old. Um, twenty three years old. Uh, <sighs> I hate be, being an old man. <laughs> she'll be twenty four this year. Her birthday's in October. So, oh my god. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can't say anything because I'll be twenty seven, and well, let's see, in about two months and at the time of this recording a day um mm-hmm. but by the time we release this it'll be exactly two months from now i will be 27 but uh, it's crazy time's <laughs> a time's a weird thing isn't it it definitely is yeah all right so that's all no, go ahead. it makes me uh when you think about that and you think about all what these young kids are doing i know you know on on the indies and in in ring of honor now and and aw to some extent it's just like good for them but what the hell am i doing with my life <laughs> like literally i'm just like what i could have done that i guess but well that's why we're here and they're there i guess oh well but that was all of jack's questions so jack thank, thank you, you jack. as always um all right so our last questions are going to come from jeff so jeff thank you um we're gonna start from the very last thing he sent me which is um a few hours ago actually was this tiktok where supposedly Nick Khan is exploring the possibility of getting rid of Peacock and mm-hmm. going back to, hey, you want to watch the premium live events? You got to pay through your cable provider just like the rest of us. Yeah, I don't know how accurate that TikTok was because what I read before uh, I got that TikTok was he wants to model after what the UFC does and put like 
um, like still have the Peacock service, yeah. but uh, the premium live events make you pay for, um, you know, make you pay more than yeah. what you pay for the Peacock service. So he wants to kind of have both, you know. Um, <sighs> coming from me, who again, I'm a disabled individual. I I live off my disability check. I am not afraid to say that if WWE does that, I'm going to one of those sites on the internet where you yeah. free because, <laughs> the, black, the black market sites. Yeah, because I do not have $50, you know, no. or whatever they're going to charge just to see, you know, especially with this whole betting thing now that they're going to yeah. be doing. And, and Maybe. Yeah, maybe. This is all hearsay. Um, I, what I will say is if there, if, this is going to happen. It's not going to happen for a, a while. So, I hope not. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be overnight thing where they're going to just go back to the old model and make you pay out of pocket like $50, $60 Ugh. for a pay-per-view. Because it's definitely not worth it. I mean, No, I because think about it. You have one pay-per-view every four months for WWE. So that's pretty much like you go $60. That's $240 right there on top of every single month well not every single month but then on top of AEW's pay-per-views which are already $60 yeah. to begin with so that's like $480 maybe a year on pay-per-views alone not including if you watch the Joshi stuff on top of if you watch the Ring of Honor stuff so it gets a little pricey to be yeah, a wrestling fan it, at that point it's already pricey to be a wrestling fan at this point you could have um, just thought but- that it's just pricey everything's just expensive yeah <laughs> literally everything. everything everything is expensive and we're out here struggling you know yeah. and i think and that's what sucks about these these big companies these big billion dollar companies they don't think about those that are struggling that no. just want some entertainment to escape their troubles yeah you please know? just like help us a little you bit know, yeah 9.99 for peacock is, is perfect for me yeah you know it's great it, it's perfect um aw their their saving graces they don't have a pay-per-view every month they have a pay-per-view every three months you know so it's not as bad yeah it's not as bad but it's just like man think about the think about the the small man you know think about the the working man who's just trying to get by yeah who just literally a good portion of your demographics so exactly Exactly. They, I think they, whoever did the research, because Nick Khan also said in whatever interview that was, uh, that like, uh, 50% of their audience is, is women and 40% of the audience comes with kids. And I'm like, that means only 10% are in my age demographic. That doesn't yeah, sound no. right. That doesn't sound right to me either. Like, where are those skewed polls that you have just to make it fit your agenda on that one? Like, what kind of Twitter poll bullshit is this? <laughs> right? Like, what are you doing that, you know, it's just, I don't believe that for a second. But, uh, yeah, let's just hope that doesn't happen because I'd rather not pay extra just to enjoy wrestling. You find me on those sites, yeah. clicking those ads, making sure my antivirus is up to date because. Yeah, right, I, honestly. The I am horse. not. Yeah, I am not paying $60 for a WWE pay-per-view and I and I'm a fan of the product that's happening now. I'm I'm a big fan yeah. of the product. I think the product's been the best it's been in years, but 50-60 every month. Nah, yeah. you no. you you're out of your mind, Nick Khan. You're crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. Now he can he can keep that idea to himself <laughs> and nothing else. Um 
So his first question is, um, he knows that the Andre Battle Royal is kind of filler match stuff, but why would you move it to SmackDown and not the pre-show? If it's supposed to celebrate Andre and WrestleMania, then having it at, you know, Mania makes the most sense. Yeah. He's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally. He's right. I, I, I have no clue as to why they moved it to SmackDown. This is, what, the second year in a row that they moved it to SmackDown? Um, yeah. And, and Andre just kind of serves as, as a purpose to get as many people well, it used to be when it was on WrestleMania was just let's try to get as many of these guys on the show so that they can get a WrestleMania payday. Um, yeah. But now it's on SmackDown. So it's like and then like after two weeks after the Andre, it's kind of forgotten about whoever wins. Yeah, no one know? cares. Yeah, it's like no one cares as far as like who I think is going to win the thing. I think they'll probably give it to Bobby Lashley because there's been so much uncertainty around what his status was at WrestleMania was going to be. First, he was going to take on Bray Wyatt and then that didn't happen. And that's not going to happen. So now he's in the Andre or yeah. it's, just, it's just a mess there. I just wanted to be carrying just because I like carrying. So give it to the guy, but <laughs> who knows? Um, Kind of already touched on the next question, as he hadn't heard anything from WWE regarding Lashley versus Wyatt. Do we think it's completely scrapped by now? I would think at this point it's way too late to try and do oh, anything. Oh, yeah, it's scrapped. And, and, and Bobby's on the graphic for the Andre. Yeah, so it, it's done, unfortunately, which is a shame, kind of, because Wyatt's not on the card now. But also it's like, what the hell's going on there? That's a whole other mess. Um, no one knows. Oh, it's the physical issue is all we know, which is kind of a very weird way of wording it. You could have just said, oh, he has an injury, not a physical issue. So I'm not sure what the point of that wording was. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. It's yeah. It's just, it's very weird. Um, other than Kevin and Sammy versus the Usos, Demon Valor versus Edge and Oscar versus Bianca, there aren't many announced matches for Mania that excite me. Can you guys give me any reason at all to be excited? I mean, for me, Dakota's on the card. Him and, I, him and I both like Dakota, so that should be that should be something. Um, there's a very hopefully good chance that Rhea Ripley beats Charlotte, and he loves seeing Charlotte lose. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He definitely doesn't like Charlotte. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely not Lashley, or definitely not Omos and Lesnar. So that's not something to be excited about. Um, I mean, Cody and Roman should be a pretty fun match, I would think. If you're into that, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I got, really. <laughs> and I tried. I tried. Hey. Um, yeah, I mean, it's tough because every wrestling fan is different. That's the thing about wrestling is nobody fits in that box where it's one of those things where um, it's subjective. You know, what yeah. I like, you may not like, and that's okay. Yeah. Um just just try to find some enjoyment out of it. Maybe something will surprise you. Um, yeah. Go into it with an open mind. And again, just enjoy the spectacle of it all. And if Rhea, and if Rhea beats Charlotte, pop some champagne or something. Because like, that's the one thing if that could get you excited is that there is a decent, I would hope, chance of Charlotte losing. So you know what? If that doesn't sell you on the pay-per-view, I don't know what will. <laughs> Hopefully we didn't completely just jinx that. I, <laughs> God. If there's a god, that's not going to happen, but, you know, we'll see. Um, what the hell is going on with AEW not giving the likes of Riho, Emi Sakura, Mesa Ruga, and frankly, the rest of their talented women's division any damn TV time? I know we talk about it all the time, which we do, um, but it's beyond ridiculous at this point. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm glad that they're at least giving Emmy Sakura like a chance of like the Ring of Honor women's title. Yes. Because I think because again, I was talking to my friend about it um, today. I don't think a lot of people give um, Emmy Sakura a lot of credit because she is very good in the ring, very solid. And mm-hmm. she's done so, a lot for Joshi wrestling over in Japan. Yeah, she's like a 20 year vet. Yeah. She has her uh-huh. own promotion, for God's sake. There you go. You know, I, I, I'm, and that's another match that I'm looking forward to on the Ring of Honor pay per view. Uh, just because how good Athena has been. Yes. Uh, Athena has been just freaking great at what she's doing. The whole just battering these <laughs> these yeah. poor women, and then the the caveat to it is she's going up against someone that she really can't batter. She can't just Ew. use her weight and and push around because Emmy Sakura is not going to have any of that. You know, no. so so that's the one benefit of having two promotions of having AEW and Ring of Honor is that you have this wider array of talent that you can use and you have more space. And like I said, um, maybe maybe check out check out the Ring of Honor stuff that might that might uh, that might entice him um, yeah, because they, they, the women's matches that I've seen on Ring of Honor so far since they had the relaunch has been great. Um, and leaps and bounds over what they're doing on on AEW, where it's been more story based and you know the outcast and stuff like that. Um, yeah. it's been just straight up wrestling, you know, on on Ring of Honor. So you know, it's gonna it's, it's good stuff. So you just kind of have to seek it out. You know, it's it's tough, but I do yeah. agree that they do need to do a better job of giving these women some time on on AEW, especially AEW TV. Um, cause these women, especially like he mentioned, all the Joshi wrestlers that came in like Rio yeah. and Emi Sakura, they've been phenomenal at what they did. They really opened my eyes and made me really yeah. want to seek more out. You want, I mean, Yuka Sakazaki, I mean, where the yeah. hell, I mean, Abaddon, I think has been hurt. So I mean, she gets a little bit of a pass, but still, even before she got her, where the hell was she? Dark and elevation. That's where every, all of them are at half the time. Um, yeah. So we'd like to see a little bit more. Just a little more. That's all we want. We're very simple people. (laughs) Um, So Jeff thinks both AEW and WWE need a women's only show every week and a women's only pay-per-view at least once every couple of months. Do we agree or would we do it another way? You know what? I feel like that's really... I mean, I think that would be a good alternative. I would would do maybe a a one-hour show. Maybe two hours. Yeah, or maybe two hours show uh, of women's wrestling because you can give opportunities to people like Dana Brooke, Emma, you know, Shati, you know. And and as far as the pay-per-view, I think if you have a pay-per-view every couple of months, it kind of loses its mystique. I think... If they did a if they did an evolution pay per view once a year, it'd be great oh, because I hope they bring that back. I really do. Yeah, because that was great. Well, and it was the worst part is is it could have been so much better, but Vince kind of doomed it from the start because, for starters, they barely promoted it, and mm-hmm. then you literally gave them NXT's production team to do it. So of course it wasn't going to be as grand and spectacle as if like the main aid like WWE people did it. So it's like maybe if you actually gave a shit about it, it would have been even better than it already was because it was great yeah. for what, what they had. What happened to the Young Classic? I don't know. Like that's we need that back too. God, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. And the cool part about the Mayan Classic was it was all people that weren't a part of the WWE system. Yeah, you know? and it, it opened your eyes to so many people. I mean, that's how I fell in love with Shayna, was from the Mayan Classic. 
and all these uh, like Isla Dawn, like Kaylee Ray. Most of these women I didn't see until I saw them in the Mae Young Classic. But then once you do, it's like, oh, they were super cool. Even if they lost, I want to see more of them. Like Killer Kelly too. Killer like, Kelly. Yeah, like oh, why? that's a name I miss because that right? woman can wrestle. Well, she's in Impact, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she is in Impact. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have access to Impact, so yeah, kind of gotta go. Yeah, I gotta kind of go the black market way to uh, yeah. seek her out. Um, but uh, she had a match on the Indies this past week, um, this past weekend that people were talking about that were like that was a great match. So like, there th- all these women on the on the Indies are doing great. So like, bringing back the Mae Young Classic would be phenomenal because you can just give opportunities to women and like you said open eyes to fans that they've never seen before and that they can really sink their teeth into yeah i agree so just give them something more that's it that's all we want just give them something more (sighs) yeah anyway before (laughs) that that could be a whole other can of worms that could be a whole episode i think to be completely (laughs) honest um and our last question, I'm just going to double check and make sure there weren't any more. Okay, so our last question of the night is, um, do we think Eosky and Dakota Kai would be better served as solo acts or the main roster, or are they fine as they are in damage control? <sighs> I'll let you take that one first. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I feel like what they're doing with damage control is good now, but I feel like... If you let them do their own thing, it would just open up their potential even more because kind of like what you had mentioned earlier, EO and Becky had a fantastic match on Raw. Who's not to say she could do that even if she isn't with damage control? I can scream until I'm blue in the face about how good Dakota Kai is. She can do that just fine on her own. She doesn't need damage control. So neither of them really need damage control. Is it cool that they're together? Yes. But I would not be upset for them going their separate ways at some point. Maybe not now, but at some point. Yeah, I would. I would. I think EO and Dakota are a great tag team together. Um, and But they can have they can go their separate ways and have great matches, just like you said. And I, I fully agree with everything that you said. I think the one thing I don't, I don't think they need Bailey. I think Bailey, no. uh, Bailey might be too big for them. Oh, you know, might Ooh. be too big. And, like might be too. I want to see more Bailey in, in, in the spotlight. So maybe like once if, you know, whoever wins like the raw women's championship, they, they can uh, have a program with Bailey. I yeah. just think Bailey is just like I don't want to say not suited because she she it is pretty cool like she's giving them the rub and all but I feel like they'd be so much greater just on their own and have yeah. them doing their own thing. I completely agree with that. They're great. They're great together but can be even great even greater by themselves. For sure. All right, and I do believe um that is all of Jeff's questions. So, Jeff, thank you again. But we will say, Jeff is still in search of a uh, co-host for his uh, for the Love of Joshi podcast. So we're gonna we're plugging it again. If you are as much uh, into Joshi wrestling as he is, and are looking to scream about it on a weekly basis, uh, get a hold of me. Get a hold of Eric. We will uh, we will give you Jeff's uh, Twitter info and make it happen because I know he really wants to do the podcast and. Uh, he deserves to find someone that's as passionate about Josie wrestling as uh, he is. For sure. Yeah. More, we need more podcast 
uh I, even though there's so many wrestling podcasts out there i think uh we need more stuff like the joshi podcast and stuff like that because that's something i would listen to to kind of open my eyes and see uh who i should seek out in, in the joshi wrestling world because the the women that come and i see them and now they're bringing them into the independent scene which is pretty cool to see yeah. um they're they're doing phenomenal which so definitely it's it's on the rise so definitely getting touch with him get in touch with us if you want to uh be a part of that yeah we we will help in any way we can definitely for sure all right i do believe that's it we did it mm. <laughs> thank god we did it thank thankfully we, we haven't done a show like this in so long yeah it's been a while it's been a while we kind of uh with the new format you know just kind of been doing our thing but this is this was fun you know because it's yeah. it's wrestlemania week you know and we got to answer a bunch of different questions especially like fan etiquette which is pretty important yes you know especially going into this week so make sure you know you guys have fun be respectful uh and just enjoy everything that you can in la i'm excited because next year wrestlemania will be in my neck of the woods and our neck of the woods in philly yeah yeah which, so we're fingers crossed we're gonna see if we can make this happen because yeah because um mom and i always said it was never going to come to pittsburgh i love pittsburgh but it's not big enough of a city to handle wrestlemania so the next best thing had to be philadelphia so we talked it into existence so now we need to actually make this happen yeah and and the cool thing about wrestlemania week is and it's become not just wrestlemania it's all yeah. the the independents trying to get you know their rub in and try to show what they can do and they showcase their show. So I'm excited when the time comes to you know be a part of that and check out as many shows as I can and see some new wrestlers. It's all about making friends and making memories in this wrestling community. Don't let the don't let the the troglodytes of the internet bring you down. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. Um, now that we got all the questions done, might as well let you guys know where you can listen to this podcast. And basically, you can listen to this podcast on whatever platform you prefer. Uh, it's available on Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Apple, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, just search Ringside Rundown and you'll be able to find it. If you can't find it, just get in touch with us on social media and we will give you a link to the podcast on a silver platter that you must yeah. return. These you got a platter because we only have one and we need to distribute it amongst the masses because yes. we want as many people. Uh, listening to this podcast as possible so exactly. if, you, if you need to uh find a link to the podcast you can't find it on your platform of choice just hit us up on social media we are available on twitter and instagram at the handle ringside rundown at ringside rundown um which you can find all our tweets and stuff like that and we'll be able to get you a link to the podcast also uh like i said earlier this might be the last time we do the flame emoji poll. <laughs> oh no, don't no, I was gonna say don't speak that evil in there. I don't want to. I enjoy doing it, but like um and it's been a it's been a fun experience trying to gauge what people enjoy and people really kind of get into it really, especially depending on how good the match is. They really get into the flame emojis and stuff like that. So hopefully what we've been hearing about them getting rid of polls for unchecked people on Twitter is not true. They might find a workaround. But Find us on Twitter at Ringside Rundown. That's where we do most of our tweeting during these live shows, the polls, uh, and just general nonsense on there on Twitter at Ringside Rundown. If you like wrestling pictures on your Instagram feed, you can follow us on Instagram at Ringside Rundown. We post up pictures there with a link to the podcast as well. Where can they get in touch with you on Twitter? You can find me uh, at Shailene Hickson 21. I talk about a whole bunch of things. Uh, 
hockey, you know, music, definitely wrestling, of course, uh, pretty much just sports in general. You know, it's a it's a whole mix of things on my Twitter. I can never really tell you what it's going to be. It just shows up. So uh, Star Wars, obviously. So, uh, yeah, if you ever want to talk wrestling or pretty much anything, I'm sure I can find something to talk about. Then, uh, yeah, just send me a message. Yeah, definitely. You can find me on Twitter at the handle wrestling cron that's wrestling c-h-r-o-n uh that's where i do all my talking about wrestling i'm pretty active i've been very active as of late on twitter talking wrestling with as many people as possible because it's always fun even they they talk about a lot how twitter is just kind of like a depressing place and i'd be sad if twitter went away yeah i feel like oh it'd be so weird because i i like twitter i'm more of like a lurk in the shadows kind of person on twitter for the most part but it's still entertaining. I still look through it during the day. So yeah, if it wasn't there, I'd be like, well, this sucks. So yeah, definitely for sure. Hopefully so make it stays sure in one you, piece. Yeah. Make sure you find us on there before Elon Musk nukes Twitter and <laughs> it goes, it goes away forever. Make sure you find us. And again, find the podcast, hit subscribe, tell your friends, tell your wrestling friends to check it out. And uh, yeah, so I think we're done here. Are we? Yeah, I think we are. So uh, everyone enjoy WrestleMania week. Uh, It's like we said, it's the Super Bowl of wrestling. So uh, enjoy it. Have fun. And we'll be back next week to scream about it because my God, are we going to have a long weekend? (laughs) It's going to be long. It's going to be long. We might have to figure out some stuff because uh, two nights of WrestleMania, one show might be another beefy episode. Yeah, we're going to need some some naps. (laughs) Yeah, some downtime in between. Yes, we're we're gonna need to take a five like month long break before we can you know get back to it. But we'll, <laughs> well see. that's that's it for this one. My name is Eric Vasquez. She is Shay Hickson. This is the Ringside Rundown podcast, and we'll see you next time. See you guys.